If you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? John, John Samos. Samos. What? Did we just become best friends? Yup. Do you want to go do karate in the garage? Yup. It is August 5th. We are back in the Screaming Idiots Show studio. Hope you guys have had a great week. Glad to have you in. Thank you for listening and giving us some of your time. Want to uh, welcome in a couple guests. One familiar face, Mr. Tyler Heidi's back in here with us, and he brought along a friend. Want to send a special welcome to Mr. Chris Hollywood. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. Hey, Thank you guys for th- having me. Thanks for coming in. And uh, cool. under Chris's suggestion, I think we're going to start this uh, show off with a nice little cheers. Yeah. Good sip of bourbon. Good, good little, to be in with you guys and talking some music. Cheers, boys. Yeah. Tyler's out. Gotcha. Tyler's yeah, out. I suck. <laughs> One more. One more. Yeah, All there right. we go. All right. Cheers, boys. So again, Chris, Tyler, I want to thank you guys for giving us some of your time and coming in. So I guess I will uh, do a, a quick introduction. Some of you uh, might recognize uh, Mr. Hollywood because he is a former member of Black Veil Brides. I'm sure you've heard of that band. So uh, if you've ever watched the uh, Knives and Pins video, you've seen Chris Jamin. So Chris, I, I, I don't want to yeah. spend a lot of time on, on that, but just want to kind of, you know, Tell us a little bit about your experience in Black Veil Brides and kind of how you got hooked up with those guys and and uh, how that journey started and ended and, yeah, and then we can go on from absolutely. there. Absolutely, okay. So we're all from Ohio. Yeah. So this is before any of us got out to LA. Black Veil Brides already was a band and was doing their thing. I was in another band who used to play with the Black Veil Brides. And uh, we used to sell out the Opera Theater over in Kentucky. I think it was called the Mad Hatter or the Madison Theater. One of the two. We Madison Theater? Yeah. Okay. So we'd sell that out like every time we went and we played shows and stuff. And we were still in high school. Like we were high school kids selling out Opera Theater shows. So that was kind of cool. That was, that was fun. Right. So I ended up moving out to L.A. And, uh, you know, I left my band and I, I kind of went solo and I started another little project out there called I Am Hollywood. I started doing that where I was just kind of just uh, playing around town, just getting the vibe of being from Ohio and having that Ohio energy and how people write music here is a lot different than how they write music out west. Sure. There's a lot more energy uh, that I, I was drawn to out west. I like the I like that. Um, especially from the background that I come from, it was like a real... Uh, like growing up as a younger guy was a lot of pop punk and stuff. That was our, you know, the early 2000s were awesome. Yeah. But, uh, um, you're really speaking to Tyler Scott with the, uh, the pop punk. He's a big, big punk guy. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Everything from like the starting line to, uh, Newfound Glory, you know. Was, Newfound Glory. I'm it. familiar with them. Yeah. Um, Rufio, all that jazz. Yeah. Um, so I moved out to LA and I got hit up by, Andy and he said hey I'm moving out to LA and I remember playing with you and he was like your stage performance was on point would you like to help me rebuild the Black Bell Brides and I was like yeah so him and his girlfriend Scout Taylor Compton she uh, is an actress actually she plays Michael Myers little sister in the Rob Zombie films oh why did I knew that name sounded familiar okay that sounds right Uh, Yeah. yeah she's cool shout out to Scout yeah, also. great movies yeah, too. Yeah. Love those movies. Um, so they came out. Uh, they gave me an interview. Uh, 
we started playing around a little bit, started writing some stuff up. Um, we, we got the chance to record a video, you know what I mean? And we thought that was really, really cool because when you're in a band and you're nobody, shoot a music video music is video. like the coolest thing ever. Especially right? at that like, time, that was like the thing to do, man. You know, absolutely, absolutely. Because like, you know, we all go to sleep at night and wanted the same damn thing. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I remember playing shows in my head before I fell asleep. I thought I'd go to sleep and we're walking on stage. I'm like, all right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm, dude, you, I've done it before. It's coming, bro. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, uh, so we started playing around and we got a chance to shoot the Knives and Pens video. So we went out to shoot the video with Patrick Fogarty as was the director. Awesome. Shout out to Patrick Fogarty as well. Badass director. Also, um, uh, that was a, probably a 23-hour shoot for the Knives and Pens video for just all the live playing. Um, it was a cool little studio. I know the Black Eyed Peas were in it a week before we were. Okay. It was kind of cool, like yeah. I said, to not ever like shoot a professional video to hear like, where you are and like kind of makes you think like how far you've come and all right. the shit you've had to go yeah, through. Yeah, absolutely. And, you don't know what tomorrow brings and genres <laughs> are always changing and members are always changing yes. and you know yes um that's why it's a it's a delicate business man and, and and if i'm not mistaken didn't the bass player leave like the day before the video was shooting or something yeah or is so that just he like was actually legend? like hired i think for the video okay i never i didn't know who he was okay <laughs> fair enough but yeah, he had canceled due to his girlfriend's dog dying, I believe is what it was. If I remember correct, it was so crazy. Like I was like, hmm. That's just as bad as uh, Scott Rayner from Blink-182 quitting Blink and getting filled in with Travis. You know what I mean? Like, Travis you, Parker. You quit, you quit to go to school? I mean. How's that working out for how's you? How's that working out for you, bro? <laughs> I think Travis Parker's doing pretty good for himself. Bro just married a Kardashian. <laughs> See, and I started back in high school myself. I got... At the end of my junior year of high school, I got hit up by the Goo Goo Dolls to record my first album in Rochester, New York. Okay. So I did out. No I did deal. it. I flew out to Rochester. Yeah. I was a kid in high school. I lived in Beaver Creek. I went to Beaver Creek High School. And uh, I remember being like, Dad, uh, going to New York to record my first album. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. You cool, know, man. The most dad really thing ever. I understand what's going on here, but I'm setting the path That's metal for the future. That's metal as fuck. Yeah, bro, that's metal as fuck. <laughs> And uh, I ended up doing it. So anyway, so uh, all in all, it's just like I said, it's a delicate business, and you never know what's going to change. Or da 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 da. And um, with me leaving Black Veil and everything, no bad blood or anything like that. It was more so like a, just a music choice difference. You know sure. what I mean? And I love that. Like I had a chance to you know get jake and jinx over to andy before previous to me being out so that was always a you know i don't like to leave anything especially bad blood without having something there for them so i'm yes. not like leaving everybody and they're right. like fuck you know what i mean like, yeah 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 you didn't like, leave them high and dry absolutely i never yeah. never ever do that and you, you contributed to that I mean, the, the Knives and Pins video itself has millions and millions of views on YouTube. I 127 mean, million. Yeah, dude. I mean, an insane amount of views. That song is so popular. I mean, that was the song that got me into into 
Black Veil Brides. Okay. Right so on. you got to think. I mean, I'm in high school at that point. Like okay. the the scene that that was just exploding at the time, yeah. and then this video comes out, and it's just like such a well produced and well put together video, and the song was great. And it was everything that me being the five seven eight metalcore guy wanted, and it was just fantastic. So that you got to contribute to that like huge success. Absolutely, you know Absolutely. that's awesome. Absolutely, um, you know, and I was a big fan of the Dayton scene too growing up. You know what I mean? Them Dayton bands, Devil Wears Prada, Attack Attack, um, Miss May I, Miss May I, Troy, but still Dayton. Yeah, the paramedic, practically Dayton. Yeah, yeah. paramedic. Uh, we started that band when I was like 16 years old. That's that's, a, that's our first band. Yeah. We just changed the name to the Paramedic. Okay, but uh, it's cool to be able to come back from California and rejoin my first band. Yeah, that's awesome. And hit 33 on the fucking billboards, dudes. <laughs> that's Hell fucking yeah, awesome. Man. Dude. That's <laughs> you know what I'm awesome. saying? Absolutely. Hey, hey I'll cheers to that. Yeah. Let's, let's go. Little, little success always feels good. Man. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So that's cool to you know to 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 have this, this that satisfaction to know that your shit matters and like what you're doing is positive for people's lives and and stuff. You know, like we're all paramedics as far as I'm concerned when it comes to the music, man. We're all helping people and and saving people's lives with words rather than surgical procedures. You know what I mean? But yeah. you know, we we talk about that so much mm. on this show about music being you know and we talk about heavy as a feeling and 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 music invoking emotion and and why especially when it relates to rock and metal why that is so important to us because i think as artists you know you guys do such a great job of catering to your listener and their their mental spiritual emotional well-being um and, and you know you just put put that out in words kind of everything that we've ever thought about you know what metal music really is oh, absolutely absolutely it's a it's a lifestyle man yeah man you know what i mean and it is a feeling like you can put certain songs on man they're gonna send an adrenaline rush through your body you connect with it you know what right I mean? like it it lights you up you yeah are, dude you are one with the with the beat you know what i mean with the metal <laughs> yes and um and it's almost like that it's it's not right away that you get anything like that either like that shit kind of grows with you as you because you're listening for certain things right and, you know and being a as, as as musicians are, there's certain things that we listen to that stand out more than other things in a song, especially being a guitarist. Right. Yes. And you know, the hook riffs come in and you're like, oh, you know that song? It's like, nah, 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 nah. we don't, we don't ever talk about the lyrics. You know? <laughs> like, hey, man. Right. Man, did you hear that Woodley Dilly there? Yeah. Oh, you the, man. Yeah, man. That riff was crazy. What's the song called? I don't know, but it sounds like. Yeah, we just speak a different language. Yeah. We bonics talk, man. We're. This is how we do it. Oh, fuck. That's fucking metal, man. He just invented a new word, too. Fuck, yes. That's amazing. (laughs) I mean, it is really like that when you you got guitars and stuff talking, and then, like, it's like we'll, a, be, we'll be in practice. I'll be trying to tell Scotty like a beat that I want, and I'm like, give me like a or whatever the hell I'm fucking yeah, yeah. voicing for him. And like everyone else in the band is just looking at me like I'm an idiot. Absolutely. I look at it but as like, like Scotty knows. He's like, oh, yeah, you wanted, you wanted that. Some guys know cars. Some guys know guitars. Yes. Ooh. That's how I look at it. Exactly. You know what I mean? They're the same colors, too, by the way. <laughs> you, know what I mean? uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> I only play Fender and Gibson, and I always have, literally. 
Like, it's just kind of my thing. Right. Epiphone, too, man. I'll throw one in if it's really, really tight. Like, Knives and Pins video. I actually played a white Epiphone Les Paul custom. I flopped over to a Gibson. I had a Schecter Tempest custom and then a Strat for like two seconds at a black Strat. I don't know if you guys can see it in the video, but for two seconds, if you find it, there's a clip of me like skipping or frolicking across the background. So you're just, you're, you're rocking like multiple different guitars in that video I, yeah I'm, I'm, a, I'm a nerd bro. how many costumes <laughs> were there any outfit like how many three. outfit changes were there for three. that three okay because i i last time i watched the video was probably two or three months ago and it was the i was black the white that? yes and then the blood splatter yes mm. yes which god I mean, which I, was corn syrup we bought i'm sorry we bought blue and red and mixed them right there in the studio and laid plastic on the floor because we didn't want to ruin the stores. I'm sorry, the, the studio's floor. Right. The wall led to the floors. It was like a curved background. So we got some statues and we put some white statues in and put a rail down. I remember there being like a train track in front of the set and like a dude in a cart. Like for the camera? Was like being pushed. Yeah. On the cart to get that side <laughs> pan. It was so cool, like not knowing. You know what I mean? Like I was like, wait, that's a thing? You know, and the big that ass really camera happens. on this right. crane thing comes up, like on this crane and like comes over you and you're like, bro. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just trying to hit this chord correct. I hope I sound okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, wait, I'm not live. It's a recording. Is it, I'm just playing to a click yeah, track. Yeah. 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 I, I, you know, Tyler, you he, when you guys shot the music video for Say, did you have anything on train tracks or like? no? <laughs> no, it was it was very low budget. <laughs> it, was, it was actually quite free, actually. You know? <laughs> it was so cool. low. It's free. I mean, the video really shows. I don't think I, it's actually a really good yeah, music video. You know, good. everything from like scheduling, finding the the people who play the parts for the video. I think we found some kid from a Nerf commercial. Okay, and then found the other, the older brother from like a Kelly Clarkson video or I might have them switch something like that okay something like that but yeah we had guys and girls come in we all sat at a big table and they came in and we interviewed each one of them and uh, Andy had final choice of course because it was something that related to him personally yeah. as far as the song goes and uh, I always backed his his choice and stuff because we were there as friends and as partners as far as music goes and um yeah, I'll take that journey with you, bro. Like, yeah, let's 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 restart up fucking Black Veil and we'll do our thing. So we was we playing for like Tony Alva. That you guys know who Tony Lords of Dogtown. That oh, sounds yeah. familiar. Tony yes. Alva, man, the, yeah. the main dude, this kid who was just tearing it up. Yep. He told me I was his favorite guitarist. Damn. What the fuck? I was that's like, wait, what? <laughs> that's fucking awesome. Yeah, man. Dude. Um, so that's he's so standing cool. on stage, man, uh, over to the left of me, and he's got his son with him, and that was cool. That was cool because I was a skateboarder kid growing up you know yeah. what I mean and like he's like the guy right so that was awesome and I remember being on the stage and I think we were playing on a street called Fairfax in Hollywood I remember seeing the Hollywood sign as I was on stage and I was like man you know what I mean right, I was so excited I gave my guitar away the black strat I was talking about gone. gone. It out, yeah. Coffin case with it, man. I just got sponsored by coffin cases at the time. Okay, so yeah. Send it out, bro. <laughs> Thank you, guys. They'll send me it out, yeah, man. Yeah, that's always cool. I so, grew up on a lot of music documentaries and stuff too, and like, like, like behind the music stuff, always. or more in depth than that. I mean. It depends on, I mean, that as well. But I mean, just other stuff. Like, you know, you you, you get your under oath tour DVDs and stuff like mm -hmm, that growing yeah. up, man. Just, just like, having fun and just the 
the B cut of stuff, man. It's like more on a loving bromance. You know what I mean? Rather than like the stage presence that's, mm-hmm. that's going right. on. It's like, yeah, but how are these guys off stage? You know, it's not always like, oh, violence. Fucking, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah these guys are cool. Like they hang out. and On stage, it's, it's quite violent, like, but. Okay. Yeah, well, you, know it's, I mean? you talked about, you know, stage persona versus the, you know, off stage persona. We, I don't know if you you heard what, the, You know, it's the. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. We went to a, uh, like, Monster Flames show, and I met Chris, their front man, after mm-hmm. the show, and just, like, when he's on stage, like, he is bullying you. Like, that motherfucker is yeah. so violent, yeah. and just, like, then you talk to him. Shout out to Chris. Sh- don't hurt us. Yeah, he's like, oh, he's he will, <laughs> if you don't bounce, he will <laughs> he find, find you. Yeah. So, talking to him after the show, he's, you know, I've to- said it on, on here before, but, like, I had our podcast shirt on, and he walked, the first thing I was mouth, he points at my shirt and says, I saw that fucking logo on Twitter today, man. And I'm like, whoa, you're, like, a, like, really cool dude. Like, super down to earth. I was expecting the, the you know, kind of, Oh my God, I just played this long ass show. Now I'm selling merch. I'm, you know, I don't really want to talk to anybody. And he was so cool and so down to earth and was just willing to talk about anything. And you talk about the the, hitting the switch, man, when you step out on stage and when you step off. Literally, I'll tell you what, I remember playing my very first big show. My very first big show that I like sold out was over here in Kentucky, the ones that I'm talking about. I was like a sophomore, maybe a freshman still. And I remember they had a big red curtain that would open up and you'd be behind this curtain. Man. That's cool. Man. That's cool. When that curtain lifts up and you see nothing but camera flashes going off and it's like stars and shit out there and you're looking out you're a kid in high school who like right. you're only watching this shit on fucking Fuse. Yeah. <laughs> you're, like, you're like 14. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Fuse was a thing. We yeah. Was watching Fuse. Yeah. yeah, bro. VH1. Yeah. Back when fucking Joe Rogan was still on Fear Factory. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. <laughs> he had Tyrone Bingham calling yeah, people pussies bro. for not eating fucking testicles. Yeah, you ain't gonna finish that. <laughs> <laughs> just elk dick. What do you mean? What do you mean mm. you're not gonna jump off a skyscraper with no parachute? Yeah, man. Fuck you. Yeah, That's crazy. I mean, you would have been what, fourteen, fifteen? I I started at nine, music wise. Yeah. I, I actually was a bass player. Okay. I, went to, I played an orchestra in high school and stuff. I played it for like seven years. I realized one day I needed more strings. <laughs> I thought that the guitarists were having all of the fun. And this is before, like, I had the brain capacity to learn slap or anything like that. I was always a pick bassist. Yeah. Okay. So, you know what I mean? I was, I was punk rocker, bro. Like, I was a little, yep. little pop punk kid. So we was learning, like, no effects and, like, crazy anti-flags bass riffs and stuff which are really complicated riffs if like you guys ever listen to them at all yeah dad check us out sit up on the kitchen counter and i'm like yo check out some of these riffs and he's like oh that's good junior that's that's good (laughs) our band director begged me to play in the jazz band and i was like fuck that i'm not playing jazz (laughs) i I regret that so much today though my uh, that's what got me into playing guitar man yeah dude i really wish i would have played guitar in the jazz band. and then when nowadays so that's that was my life was jazz. My uh, my my dad's a jazz drummer, and my uncle was top three jazz guitarist here in the state of Ohio. He actually just passed. So oh, R- geez. R.P. Tom, Sorry my uncle that. Tom. Sorry about that. My middle name is from a jazz artist nice. who's like the shit. That's so awesome. awesome. R.I.P. to him. Hey, yeah, man. Jazz is Thomas no fucking Grandel. joke, man. Dude, jazz is. We talk about jazz chords and just how like <laughs> you it's ever see just, like the yeah, memes I, of like I, it's all I just the music theory yeah. of it and everything, yeah. and they like. 
that's how they're able to improvise so well. Is they just I like they to get. say that uh, jazz is metal. It oh is. yeah, absolutely. It just has a distortion pedal on it. Yes. Yep. Try try some of them chords, dude. With some with some fucking metal on it. With some you know girth I mean? behind yeah, it. Man. All, yeah, the gain. all the gain. All the gain. Don't scoop the mids. <laughs> Don't scoop the mids. <laughs> Don't scoop it, the mids. <laughs> You're not cutting through those symbols if you scoop the mids. Yeah, tell that to Omerta. Unless <laughs> you're fucking cranking it. Yes. Uber loud. Yes. Never scoop the mids. Yeah. So I, I, the one last question I do want to ask you about, uh, about brides is... Sure. You know, I feel like just from people that I've talked to that have met him and just stuff you see um, online, you know, was Andy as cool as he seems? Andy's awesome, man. Shout out to Andy, by yeah. the way. Shout out to Andy and everybody who's in Black Belt right now. He seems so cool. Like, yeah. just such a down-to-earth guy. Um, I haven't had the pleasure of meeting him, but I was just always curious. Oh, if, absolutely. And you know what? Shout out to Sandra. Sandra Alvarenga. She was our drummer for Black Belt Brides, even in the Knives and Pens video. Okay. It was a female uh, her name is Sandra. I was gonna say, I think I knew that, yeah. but I didn't shout know her name. Shout out Sandra as well. Nice, hell yeah, man! So, so shout out to to my brides. You know what I mean? My my our version of Blackwell brides. You know, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. And so, shout out to the the new brides as well, of course. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's basically and the old brides, two different bands, right? Yeah. So, and I yeah. think the oldest of brides. Yes, you are. You are OG bride. Yes. <laughs> So you, you, you move on from Black Veil Brides, and, and what follows directly after that? Do you come back to Ohio right after that? No, 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 not at all. Okay. Not at all. So I, uh, I'm on the same label, and I switch over to bands. Now, I'm not going to mention this band, but I will tell you that I was in this band, and they decided they was going to steal all of my gear, guys. Oh. All of it. They even bitches stole my wallet. Did stole you get Dave Mustaine? Security cards. Stole you got Dave Mustaine. Clothes. Bro. Did that happen to like, Dave Mustaine? Uh, oh, they stole your clothes. Like, why would you do that? First off, you know what I mean. Like, I didn't do a damn thing to you, like, right? At all, whatsoever. My singer had fired the dr- or fired the bass player and the guitarist. Like, we had just got home from a tour, and we had just got rid of our keyboardist on tour. Like, we. Apparently, just dropped this chick off in Chicago, (laughs) yeah, and left her there in Chicago and just drove away. Like I was like, "Uh, "That's kind of what is going on here?" Right? She'll be fine. Like, what the fuck? Right. So, anyways, yeah, careful. Like I said, man, it's a very weird, shifty business, man, and be careful who you, you know what I mean, associate with at times because. I'll be first to admit some of those people are just not very good people, bro. And yeah. only after your wallet. And You're a better wallet. man than I am because I just said their fucking name. So uh, shout out to you for being yeah, a bigger man than I'm me. I'm not giving any clout to anybody who doesn't deserve it. That's you fair. Know what I'm saying that's valid. Yeah. Have yeah. you ever had anything stolen from you at a show or anything? Uh, it is the worst. Tell I them it's am, the worst, uh, bro. We all have had it done. I we, had a uh, a cheap bass that I let someone borrow once oh, and those never got it back, but. How cheap I wasn't. Cheap. I wasn't too heartbroken. Well, I bought it more for the case it came in, right? It, I, I bought it from. It's like he's got fuck you money, so he just bought no, the bass because like he needed I, the case. Someone was selling a, a bass and its hard shell case for like 150 bucks. Where the hard shell like, case was worth what you paid. I was like, well, the hard shell case is worth 100 bucks, 50 bucks for the fuck that bass. Thanks. I just, you know, something to kind of. 
practice on or dick off. But never on. like your personal shit stolen at a show before. No, but I've left a lot of guitar stands at shows. <laughs> you impressed them both. Yeah, I've that's hard. <laughs> did I tell you, Did I tell you that Preston texted me the night before the Buckeye City Motorsports deal and was like, "Hey, do you have any guitar stands that I could borrow for the show?" I'm like, "Bro, quit leaving them at venues." Yeah, <laughs> well, look, we have look, we have two in this garage, and they're mine. Preston has one somewhere. I think no, the one that he did have in here. I think he left it at a show. See, he's got one at his house, but I think he leaves it there. So I ended up just grabbing the the stand out of my house uh, that I leave in my room. I grabbed it and these two stands so that we would have three. Because when we were going to be taking breaks, I didn't want to like set a fucking guitar on asphalt. You, you didn't have to play a three-hour set. So, right. Right, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to top it all right here. Okay, <laughs> let's go. One time I had this Gibson SG, and it got ran over by a Ford Explorer. <laughs> like ran over, ran over. Like, ran so like, over. how does that happen? Yeah, I was just right. I, we, we need a little context. context. Walk us through that. Here we go. Time. All right, here we go. So we had changed rehearsal spaces back in the day. Okay. Okay, and this is not with any. This is my very very first band. This is before the paramedic was a paramedic. This is old old old, old stuff. Like oh five old stuff. Damn, I'm getting old. <laughs> <laughs> he just had a moment of realization. Yeah, like, oh, what year is it? Jeez. Um, where was I? SG getting run over oh. by a Ford Explorer. I'm sorry, it's just it's so traumatic. <laughs> Fuck my. Whole so shit. yeah, so we're changing rehearsal spaces and <clears throat> we're unloading everything out of the back of this SUV, our bass player's SUV at the time, and I think he thought everything was out from back there. And I'm like heading towards the front door and I hear pop and like a bunch of cracking because it's like one of those old fin or I'm sorry, old wooden Gibson cases that just Oh yeah, I know what you mean. Hear the wood yep. splintering and I'm like, oh my god, I knew it was a headstock and all the string tension. <laughs> so I get to it and I'm oh, like, I got oh. chills. I drop to my knees, of course, you know what I mean? I'm like, why? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did it magically start raining? <laughs> Of course, in the crane shot, looking at when it rains, it pours, man. Yes. So fucking bass players. Man, man, I open up what's left of the case, of course, and I'm like, "Oh, you poor bastard!" Headstock snapped. The pickups were like smashed into the guitar, and like, oh. yeah, man, it was really bad. Like, I was like, "Oh, it was one of those like worn brown specials, oh, black pit guard." Yeah. yeah, Tony Iommi looking shit. Yeah. So, like, yeah. did you cry though? I was gonna say, on the inside. Was I it cried on the outside? This might sound like a stupid question, but beyond repair, there was no saving it. Oh, it got saved. I got it back when I got back here to Ohio. No shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's why he was looking at your your Gibson over there, like, oh yeah, we can fix this. Yeah. Like, this is <laughs> I sold it. I sold it to a guy. Did it get did, fucked? Did you tell him that it? Oh no, no, he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows. It's a wall okay. ornament piece. Gotcha. Yeah, he thought it was cool as fuck. I mean, that's a cool story. Like, hey, this yeah, like, I was like, yeah, that was mine, and like, I had it fixed. By a very credible fucking luthier, and um, it sucks that it happened. But I mean, literally, like after like almost twenty years, I got it back, so it was kind of cool. That's cool. That's like your dad getting his first Chevelle back or something. He was with me actually when I got it. Oh, really? My dad was with me. Nice. 
which is yeah back in the day well, like i said my dad's a musician right right so we take a little jazz music, musician yeah yeah so we take a little guitar center trips and stuff that was our spot growing up that musician's friend i did that with my friend. dad too we would just take trips up to columbus and hang yeah, out man. at uh sam ash and guitar center we wouldn't buy shit because we're poor but they have like jazz um, they spots and play and all their shit. Yeah, my dad man. just said turn that screaming shit off oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah there's, there's <laughs> some of that i had to tell my dad man if it was too crazy i'm like this is christian music that's all for god man yeah <laughs> i mean that's, they're screaming for jesus they're screaming <laughs> for jesus that's what i always used to say dad it's christian metal i'm like this is under oath this is as they dying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in all reality, As I Lay Dying was considered <clears throat> yeah. Christian Metalcore. The Devoris Prada? Christian Metalcore. Wolves at the Gate, straight up gospel music. Come right out of Cincinnati. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Uh, Wolves is from Cedarville. Who is it again? Wolves at the Gates. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cedarville. Yeah. Dude, we've talked about it on the show before, but Wasn't the. Jerry Springer, the mayor? Of Cincinnati. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we we've talked about on this show Just saying, like, guys how <laughs> how blessed we are in ohio to have like our metal scene for years for decades mm-hmm. has just been off the chain dude like, i've always said that we have produced some of the best metal and rock bands in the world dude i think the best like I, the whole style that like oh like, yeah oh, like that's the shit we're all angry that shit started in dayton man like that's from us that's yeah. here you talked about the the energy, right, in which music is written. Okay, from. yeah. So I've got this thing, man, where you go and you watch a band play, right? Mm-hmm. And they're just standing there playing their instrument. Whoa. That's weak. So you're telling me these people paid that money, that good money, and drove all that distance. They're possibly going to be uber tired in the morning for work the next day. Yeah. For you to stand there and play, you better put on a damn show. Yeah, you right. better have a show. You right. know what I mean? That's that's where artist differs from the musician. Is like you. you know I mean, it's a craft, man. You use you use your everything as you know to your best ability to portray it to the fucking the the people out there watching. I was having a conversation today at band practice where you trick the listener as far as like you take the person where they think the song is going to go and mm-hmm. then it completely takes them somewhere new and they're like, oh, that's what gives you the chills and the goosebumps yep. and stuff when you hear it because you're like, oh. Us musicians, it really doesn't get us as much because we're always counting the measures so we know something's coming when it's coming. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Feel the build up. I don't even listen to music anymore. <laughs> counting their measures, man. <laughs> I literally am like one and a two and a here it comes and it's like fuck a jazz. Yes. Um yeah, that's that's music for me these days, man. I'm twenty eight years in of playing a stringed instrument and it's not even it's like down to the oh, it's like a you know, four four timing and like you already know listening to it how many measures are gonna go before the it's like you already know the song before this you know what I mean mm-hmm. it's almost like when you get in the car and you turn on the radio and you already know what's going to be on the radio mm-hmm. it's right. Red Hot Chili Peppers it's always on here <laughs> <laughs> how many more times can I hear shout out to the Chili Peppers <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think uh, you know we, we talk a little bit about um, kind of pop formulas and stuff like that yeah. that are out there and how a lot of music out there that's very popular is also very predictable 
because oh, yeah. they're all kind of just following the same formula you know, in a sense, and you can really predict what's about to happen. But people fucking love it. Yeah. I mean, I, lo- you know I like what? some of it. You know what I mean? Dude, I've been listening to some crazy styles of music lately, man. I found this band out of Russia. Shout out to the band Shrezzers. Oh, oh man, we've, we've heard Derek. that before. Derek. Yeah, okay. I still Shout haven't listened to it. They've so, got a saxophone they've player. They've got a yeah, saxophone metal player, bro, that harmonizes with the guitar. It's like... It is so... One of our best friends. I think the only reason I didn't look him up is because I couldn't figure out how to spell it. It's like Brazzers. Yeah. Shrezzers, like shredding tits. Of course it's Brazzers. Shredding tits. So one of our best friends, like it's he's been on our show a couple times, musician, all that fun stuff. He's... He's our lawyer, actually. Okay. Um, he mentioned he is obsessed with Shrezzers. So when he hears this episode, me he's going to lose his bro. shit me that Chris too. Hollywood fucking lo- loves love Shrezzers. Me some Shrezzers. Yeah. Man. When you said Russia, I was like, Slaughter to Prevail? Death Corps? Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> Are they from Russia? Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, yeah, dude. I don't know where anybody's Choco from. Slaya. Who? Choco Slaya is their guitarist for Shrezzers. Oh, Shrezzers. He did a okay. lot of YouTube videos of just him playing the guitar from back in the day. You probably recognize him if you saw him. like, oh, it's that guy's band. Yeah. Probably not, because I don't mess with YouTube much, okay. man. Okay. Not yeah, even like, I'm the only, I'm like one of the very few out there that just, I've never cared to mess with okay. YouTube. Okay. I'm on YouTube constantly. Me too. I, I think I got enough I of it YouTube, when I was bro. like. Probably 12 videos a day. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to YouTube. <laughs> Shout out to YouTube. <laughs> Especially I, since I, like our, one of our largest concentrations of, of view, of like listens and views comes from youtube mm-hmm. like our page on youtube i think for youtube man well. it's just i'm scarred from what it what it started out as Bro, right because it was chocolate rain anymore you know i was <laughs> i'd be on youtubes and i'm on the family desktop and i'm oh, trying man, to was, i'm trying to listen like to 90s. some music and stuff and it's like a few music videos here and there and then it'd be some dumb shit like chocolate rain or whatever and then the little unicorn dudes and yeah but you know what was on there in like 2008 like knives and pins bro like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah that's true but like I'd, I'd be on there and it would take forever to load and then you know it'd, it'd get up there and then i'd start listening to it and then over time they started hitting me with ads and i'm like yeah, I remember. When and then, and then if you close your phone, like it would turn off, and I'm like, "This is stupid." Not like, if you I'm pay for just... YouTube Red. Yeah, you or I could just pay for Apple. Shout music. out to YouTube Red. <laughs> yeah, but Apple Music is just music. <laughs> Thanks for taking my money, bro. They got some videos on. Just there. saying. Yeah, but it's probably not like probably not as broad as like YouTube. Yeah, they, as far they got as watching people play. And they stuff. got a few music videos on there if you look into it. So I know, Chris, that you can't talk a ton about what you're doing now, but give us a little. A little peek into what you're working on today. As far as music goes? Yeah, As far absolutely. as like what yeah. I've just been chilling just either, Both. Either. So I collect uh, instruments and stuff too. And, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a really big vintage nerd. Okay. I okay. love the oldest stuff that there is, especially in the Gibson and Fender category. So I'm talking everything from like down to like a 1952 Fender Telecaster and Butterscotch. The first electric guitar mm. mass produced in production available sure. to the public. I love those. You own one? To get your hand on one, 33, 40 grand for something like that? Like, Jesus. It's crazy. Do you own one? No. I oh. wish. I wish. Fucking hell. No, but he made me looking. a sick Relics Telecaster. Yeah. He made it with his hands. I like, made one. Yeah. yeah. So, so you build I, guitars too? I love. 
We didn't know. build this one. I gave it to him as a. That's why when I went over and I was looking at the the Gibby, like I was like, mm, take a little look there. <laughs> you know more about that. What you got? You know more about that telly than me, isn't it? Like a special edition. Yeah, it's. Uh, I forget exactly you guys what it is. Christopher Fleming's is. He was. Why a, does that sound was, so familiar? He was one of the cut Fender custom shop guys. He made some of the custom shop guitars for Fender. Okay. He, he retired. Yeah. Okay. It's one of his models. Okay. So he's not even with Fender anymore, but it's from a time period in history from when he was, and he was making the finest of woods, the finest of material, tone woods, you know what I mean, instruments. Um, I had to check that out when I got in here. I saw that case, and I was like, oh, is that a Gibby? Is that a Gibby back there? And he's like, yeah, yeah. Can I, can I take a look at him? Like, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I got. I well, have to. Yeah, see. I, got a, nice. I got a Fender. Your intrusive thoughts more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big, so, big. That's an eighty. Is it an eighty something? Wait, what I is think that? it's. I think it's from the eighties. Yeah. I thought you said it was like 81. an eighty-six or something. Oh, that's the year I was born. Let me see that. We get done recording. You have to check it out. You have to check it out. It's sweet. It's I've, gorgeous. Yeah, dude. I've been looking for a band as old as it is. It's in good shape too. What color is it? Green. Cut the camera, please. Cut <laughs> <laughs> the shit off. I gotta look at the, yeah. Fucker, we'll keep talking. I'm gonna get it out. Right on. 86 Strat. That's a 37 year old Strat, bro. Bust that out. I love Strat. Yeah, it's I, somewhere in the 80s. I don't know. That's I, the year I, I was born. I'm 37. It's 37 years yeah, old. Yeah, man, man. You gotta pick you up a cheap Strat for sure. I love Strat. Hollywood's old man these days, man. Dude, it's I, 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 it's all good. We've had old Grandpa on here, Hollywood. So. Oh, yeah, oh okay. It's a. Uh, at tide pool yeah she's pretty yeah that's sick i love that guitar i it's a, it's a cool looking green it's a everybody on youtube's like wow we can actually see what they're describing everybody listen to the pods like what the fuck are they talking about yeah it's such a cool looking color for being a green and i'm not a big green fan oh, you're playing D, don't you is it in d i don't know what it's in yeah it's in d Cool, man. And is that? That's one of your dads, isn't it? Was my dad. Yeah. yeah, that's what happens to most things in this garage. See, I love little music interludes. You don't even have to put one into this show. Oh, dude, this man is a beast with a looper pedal. Dude, that's so like I'm like big with pedals and stuff too, guys. I'm like a like I said, I'm a big, big, big nerd. Uh, I brought like I pulled doors off the hinges and just velcroed them up and just come, built the sickest of pedal boards type shit where you can just lay down and roll around on it, bro. Literally, and yeah, it's gonna be sick. So talk about your rig right now, like what you're playing on. Okay. Gear out a little bit. Okay, so my rig right now is I'm using two 1968 uh, Fender Basement cabinets. Okay, um, with a Vox AC30. Uh, my guitar setups, man, I've got a 52 reissue, uh, Telecaster and Butterscotch. So both of us, uh, I've got a 1960s reissue, uh, Stratocaster and an ice blue metallic with a mint green guard. Mm. I've got the, uh, I just had a sick jazz master, man. I'm, I'm like, I got rid of it, but. I'm gonna get another one here, Sam. But I'm gonna yeah, get jazz So Tyler here on the chat with us has got a few a few sick guitars of mine, man. That <clears throat> I miss every night. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like looking around, I'm like ah. Don't play them every night. It used to be really colorful night. in here, yeah. Um, but now I've got a uh, 
the, the strat the ice blue metallic strats called porsche color um i've got a um 60s uh les paul and honey burst mm-hmm. i've got the it was introduced in 1955 54 it's a junior special uh, les paul yeah i'm not, yeah. I'm not as sure as well so i've got the studio and honey burst a junior special and a tobacco burst and then i've got a gibson sg3 so it's the Gibson that's got the three humbuckers. He really there. is just Gibson and Fender. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Do you... Uh, I'm a Jackson guy. I can't relate. Sorry. I, think, <laughs> I know there's I think a lot Fender of, makes those. There's yeah, a lot of people yeah. out there that, that don't like SGs, but... I'm one of them. I Ooh. mean, I, I, I had an Epiphone like SG. SGs. My dad and I had an Epiphone SG that I, I really enjoyed playing on, but like... Between the, the Les Paul and the SG... What's your favorite? Um, good question. He's, he's thinking about it. Good question. <laughs> this is like when we say super it's strat. A very or good question, but I'll, I'll tell you what. Without I, the I, sentimental I value of your SG involved, <laughs> okay. pure playability and sound. Uh, it's a good question, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're we're doing an early this or that here. <laughs> I know so. it's one I see you play more. So I've had an SG for like sixteen or eighteen years now. Sixteen years, mm-hmm. like, like a constant, and it hasn't let me down. And I tell you what, since I've had it, it's never, ever, ever needed a neck adjustment, like at mm. all, ever, like at all, and it plays like butter. Probably stays in tune a lot it better now. Less Paul, awesome it? man. It's yeah. really, really awesome. Now, the SG you can get all the way down the neck. Yes, with ease. Less Paul stop you after like thirteen, fourteen, something like that. Yeah, it's like sixteen. I think it's sixteen. Yeah, isn't but you, you got can get down there, just not all the way. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't getting to twenty. You gotta reach a little bit when you get down there. Get but I mean, tw- how often are you down there? Unless now, you're for dying me, back it's a weight thing. Okay. Okay, See? it's a weight thing. Now, we all know back in the 70s, a heavy Les Paul was the Les Paul. Right. If it was heavy, it sounded better. It had more wood in it. Mm-hmm. Resonated through the wood. If you had less wood, less resonance. It didn't, didn't do it. Um, it's changed for me after jumping around on stage for almost <laughs> 30 years, man, and just being like, ah! After you gave yourself whiplash on help. stage, your hand full yeah, times, man. it starts changing. Help me, things. help me. Help you know me. what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I play a Les Paul when I'm sitting down. <laughs> <laughs> I always said it was a weight thing for me, too. Like, I have only ever owned Super Strats, whether it's Jackson, Ibanez, right. Fender. That's all I've ever owned is Super Strat bodies. And anytime I play, like, Preston's Chapman... Or his his old Epiphone, or he had a. Uh, we used an to LTD. whip them around our necks. You know what I mean. We used to throw Les Pauls like around our like, Oof. like getting it heavy. It's like take your head off. They're so fucking neck was strong as shit. You actually <laughs> hit somebody with that. They're dying. Oh, they're yeah. dead. They're dead. Do you remember having the burn? Did you ever get the burn on your neck from the? Strap I never tried to flip it oh. around, but I. Uh, oh, bro, it tears your neck up. Rookie shit. Oh, yeah, we can never afford to replace the. This shit is expensive. You talk about giving somebody your guitar. I'm like, hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? Um, <laughs> oh no, I. The the Les Paul styles for me were always just so ass end heavy that like and they sit further back on your leg when you're sitting down to play and then when you're standing up they really kind of you're I almost felt right. like I was pulling the neck down 
Yeah, absolutely. And for me, I like the weight and balance of the Super Strats better. They're just a little lighter. Again, you know, the resonance thing, yes. But I just prefer something that's a really fast neck, is really lightweight, and I feel comfortable playing sitting up and standing. Sitting up and standing down. Wow. Get a Telecaster. Yeah. All the Tellys are awesome. And I I play a bass. When I pick up a guitar, like it's all... I, I play bass for the band. I played guitar before, though. What are you playing, bass-wise? What's your rig setup? It's just an LTD. Okay. Heart key um, cab. Are you playing a five-string? Four-string. Okay, cool. Cool. I um, Even I dabble with the five-strings. I don't really I mess just don't with, love them. Yeah. Like, I did a seven-string band. Not that the band wasn't good, because they were really good. I signed to Century Media Records with them, but I hated playing a seven-string, guys. Uh, it just it's too much it was like I don't know whether or not to tune this thing an extra high string or an extra low string yeah, <laughs> not just yeah. joking but I'm just saying like I was yeah. like it's just weird man like I can keep going yeah, yeah. <laughs> you I know. can go lower it just yeah. keeps it's going. almost like I need my, my options limited some yeah. so that I don't get too so my power cord is four it. strings now you know instead of three yeah, yeah. yeah. I, Schwat? I, sevens are cool but like I, like I told Tyler, before the show, like, I'm going to borrow Preston's and dick around with it. And if I'm like, yeah, this is cool. I really enjoy playing this. Then I'll make the investment in one. But until I play it on one long enough to, you know, find out whether yeah, I really yeah, love yeah. it or not, yeah, I'm not going to make that investment. I see these guys playing eight and nine strings. I'm like, dude, just play a bass. I did it. I did it. No, I did a super group band. Where I had uh, the bass player for a band called Static X. Ooh. No shit. Yeah. His name is Brent Ash. I love Static, Static X. X. Static X. Uh, Clay, Clayton Ryan was my singer. Um, Chris something, I forget his name, but he was actually from Beaver Creek. Oddly enough, we went to the same high school. Huh. I was a freshman when he was a sophomore, I believe, or okay. a junior. So he's a couple That's years a older school, than though. me. That is a big school. Yeah, but I mean, that guy ended up out in Hollywood in my band. Like, huh? Small world. Like, you went to Beaver Small Creek? Small world, dude. Yeah. What? That was just super cool. Super so, group? Hell yeah, it's cool. Yeah, dude. And like he had already been doing stuff and was like, he was already out in Hollywood. And I was like, what are you doing? Who, what band was here? he with at the time? I don't remember. Okay. Um, I don't know, but he was really, really good too. Like he was really good. Please. Yes, please, Tyler. Um, yeah, I could still go. And um, Heaven's Door. Heaven's Door. Uh, I did... I did a couple groups. Okay, so let's get back to where we were. I'm going to back way up because we, yeah, left, go for we it. left where we were yeah, at. Yeah, go so. for it. We go on tangents okay. on the show all the time. Okay, so you asked me what I did immediately after Blackfell. Uh, after right? Blackfell, we yes. Okay. Dang. It was a minute ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I ended up joining another band. Like I said, a bunch of my stuff got stolen. So I was sat back. I was put on hold, man. Yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Someone right. just basically... Stole the keys to my Lamborghini. I can't drive anymore. Pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, You're the Lamborghini. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, good thing I modeled for clothing lines and stuff, man, because I was sent a bunch of clothing. I and think like I my, knew that. My sponsors and stuff really helped me out through like some times, man, when I really, really needed it because, yeah. you know, a couple bad apples, man, for no reason. You know, not everybody's a good, good person. Correct. I'm not saying they're not these days at all. I wouldn't know, but I mean... It's pretty shitty. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah that's fucked yeah. up. Like, you don't understand what you took when you took it. You know what I mean? Like, that stuff that, like, my parents got for me when I was a yeah. kid type shit. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, doing, somebody bro? that's passionate about music, man, that's taking yeah, your... Yeah. I'm like, uh, well, did you just steal my trophy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I wanted to have that. Right. To pass yeah. that on to my kid. Yeah. And you just... You don't understand what no. you're doing. And they, they didn't you know care. I mean? 
Yeah. So, anywho, stuff like that happens, and so can I? Can I ask just, be like just to add to the agony? Can I ask what all was stolen? Oh man, all my Les Pauls and my Marshall and like oh, I it said, was my, everything. It just my wasn't social security card, my wallet, all of. How does that go down though? Like, how do they get away with your stuff? We just got home from tour. Everything was still in the van. My singer decided he was going to fire. I was asleep. I was asleep upstairs. He got up. Dave Mustaine. Dave Mustaine got fired in his sleep. Yeah, bro. And they didn't steal his shit, though, did they? I, I fucking woke not. up, and I went outside to get my stuff out of the van, and the van was gone. And I was like, where are they at? So we call. And he answers his phone. He's like, oh, tell, uh, sorry. He's got sick, so <laughs> fucking um, we're at the hospital. We'll probably be here all night. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll see you guys when you get back then. Just checking on you guys. Because I'm a good dude. Yeah, like, you're my bad members. I just want to make sure you're fine. I'm lightweight shit. It had nothing to do with it. Right? Here. I don't even know anything that went down at this point. So I'm like, I wait the full day and they don't show up. So I'm like, okay, maybe, maybe you know, maybe it's a little more serious. You know what I mean? Because he had like stomach issues on tour where he had like ulcers or some shit like that. It was terrible, by the way. Um, <laughs> Yeah, and the dude was like addicted to coffee and just like wouldn't stop drinking it. <clears throat> it was wild. That's a weird addiction. Like to I have. said, yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I got addictions, but you're gonna yeah. the shit keeps shifting, man. Whether or not it's members, da da da. You just you get these quirks, man, and it just seems weird. You're like, oh, I don't know if I can live with that. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. right. I'll be in the fucking vehicle with this person for the next fifteen, sixteen hours. And I'm assuming like you never got Texas. your shit back. Oh, never. I never oh got anything God. back. And that, they never contacted you again? You... Oh, bro. Well, I got a couple things back. And check out how it happened. So I'm at a friend's house, and I'm telling the same story. And someone was, and I mentioned the guy's name. And he's like, he mentions the guy's name back. And I'm like, yeah, that's him. And he goes, that's my roommate. He was like, your amp is which one? And I'm like, tell him which amp I had. And he's like, it's in my living room right now. No shit. I was like, take me to your leader. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Get in the fucking car now. You know what I mean? I've got a meeting. What's in the fucking box? Yeah, dude. <laughs> so I call homeboy up, and he's not home. But I already got my stuff out. Okay? Right, right. Like I already got my stuff. And uh, shit, I'll go ahead and admit it. I took his shit, too. I took his gear. Yeah, I would as too. As well. Yeah, I would too. How does it feel, dog? Bro. You know what I mean? Eye for an uh, eye, dude. Because not I didn't get it all back. Like, no. I was selling shit and da 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 to survive and da 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 because these guys weren't even from California. One was from Chicago and the other one was from Florida. He should have fucked his girlfriend too. <laughs> <laughs> now the girls that I was getting, man, compared to the girls that everybody else was getting, they're just on two different levels. Two different bro. levels it's of just literally on two different levels. So like, it, I'm a real picky kind of guy too, man. Like, I'm just a picky guy. I guess. Bro, I would. I'm like I am with my instruments with my girls, bro. Like, <laughs> you got a fucking Bigsby or not? <laughs> <laughs> Is it whammy access? <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Let me see that trim low, yeah. baby. Does she have a whammy bar? Dude, not I would have... <laughs> not a <laughs> I would have stole their shit, too. I would have done the same damn thing. Motherfucker, you going to take my shit dip out, and then I'm going to find yeah, it and like find I'm your like, shit, too? Guess yeah, what? Man, like, You're now minus some shit. How dare you? Yeah. Yeah, how dare you? So you're doing the, you're doing the modeling thing. You know, 
what's musically what kind of opportunities come next after that because i know you're okay, in a tough spot yeah, yeah yeah okay so um, um so uh so that band's done and that was the band immediately after black veil actually yes. no it wasn't i did one with pan he was the other guitarist of black veil okay I, I left that one i feel like i left that probably a little early but i was looking for if it didn't pop right then i'm jumping to the next yeah I was real business oriented when it came to like, I was out networking all the time. Yeah. Which is probably why I kept getting the job over and over and over. You know what I mean? Right. It was like, I just kept knowing everybody and they were just like, yo, homeboy's cool. And he's been playing for like 30 years. You know what I mean? He's not known to fuck people over and he's a good person. He's from the fucking Midwest. <laughs> you know what I mean? He's from the state. Ohio is for lovers. Yeah. Like, right. Yeah, last thing I want is your belongings. You know what I mean? Man, I feel I'm like we're good, pretty cool. Man. We're yeah. from Ohio, you know, we're pretty cool dudes. We're 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 good out here. I we're like good to out think here so. in Ohio. At least I hope. I'd like to think you know so. I, mean? I talk shit though when I got back here to Ohio. I was like, it's slow. Like, I was like, everything's slowed oh, down man, a I lot. I couldn't imagine how slow it felt. From going, I mean, even just like talking it was like it was just real slow paced. Yeah, California, we're like, blah, blah, blah. like oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what? Run that by me again? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I wasn't used to that. Right. I need you to slow it down about 90 BPM. I literally, yeah. Like, <laughs> I was like, where are all the helicopters? Where are the police officers? Yeah. Where's the activities? Why is it not 103 <laughs> Where's the degrees? things to do? Yeah. That's you, not a dance club. Your first winter back here. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. This is why we went to Christian venues growing up and fucking skateboarded and um, jumped into the ball pit. I'm sorry, the, the foam pit. Foam pit, there yeah, you the go. Foam, the ball pit, too, fuck it. You know. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I have fun at fucking McDonald's Playland, too, you know what I mean? I've only been thrown out of three. I'm sorry, so, so I'm a dad now, guys. I'm a dad. I have a seven-year-old boy. Yeah, I take yeah. my kids I take my kids to Playland. I'm like... Are, are we all dads here? Yes. Everybody dads here? Yes. All right, yep. cool. Yep. Cheers. Yeah, Cheers hey. to being a dad, man, dad life. Cheers yes. to raising new metalheads. We, we got there, huh? <laughs> Man. I think I think we made it. I think we're doing okay. I Chicks think let us do that, John. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, that's Man. what the DNA test said. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <Awesome>. kidding, babe. <laughs> <sighs> I fuck with her so much on this show. I can't believe she hadn't left me yet. <clears throat> that's awesome. I must be laying down some halfway decent Peter. As soon as she watches it, though, she's gonna be out. <laughs> yeah, she's out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. The mall little Shout out really to his wife. Yeah, I do got the old Mississippi mud flap looking oh. halfway decent. So. It is a nice mullet. Thank man. you, sir. Appreciate it. I used it. to rock that. I Well, I just had like long hair and then I got tired of it. Like, obviously, I work in agriculture. I'm outside working all day, every day. It's hotter than fuck. And I'm like, you know, I'm tired of it being. All right, my, I've never rocked that, but I would rock that. Yeah, hey. So I told I told the told the old lady, I said, I'm going back to the mullet. I had I had a mullet two years ago and she's like absolutely and you that, should anybody that, that can grow a mullet that nice and maintain a mullet that nice that's the healthiest have looking a mullet. mullet i've ever thank seen you, no dude. doubt well when you have naturally curly hair it makes it easier like I if i just say the curls <laughs> yeah really set it off if, if i not just, only that look at that motherfucker shine thank you thank you I'm trying to put some that's what dreams are made of he said that's what dreams are made of uh, coconut oil. I can't grow. I can't I can grow as here. It smells great. Business in the front, moisturized. Goodness in the back. <laughs> I can't grow as elite of a beard as Tyler, so I do it through my hair. So you know, he does have a really nice beard. He yeah. has a fantastic. I wish beard. I could grow a beard like that, man. Same. You just you just do it. So do you see these patches, bro? <laughs> yeah, I mean it buffs. I promise. 
So you you know you're you're doing a couple different bands and and how do you end back end up back home? Like what brings you back home? So my mom got cancer. Oh jeez, I mean my mom got cancer. Okay. And like I said, I was in L.A. Like when I left here, when I went to L.A., I stayed gone. Yeah, like I stayed gone. I was so busy and touring and da da da. Like realistically, you have to sacrifice a little bit of your your life, as well as a little bit of your sanity. Sure. And just because all the shit that you're gonna go through, this is not a a. a, a this is an uphill battle, man. Music this business is, is not for the faint of heart, yeah, man. man. Oh, the strong will survive. <laughs> um, and that's the truth, man. You know, when you look at, you get online and you look at LA and you see a lot of those homeless people out there. A lot of those people that are homeless came there to the land of opportunity, which is LA. That's what it's called for a reason. You know what I mean? A lot of those homeless people were the most talented people in the world. You'd never know it. They bet the farm and never made it. They got told no once and didn't know how to take that. You know what I mean? I'm like, you think I've ever been told no? Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, I've been told no. But it's going to take more than somebody telling me no for me not to do it. You're right. Like, I got my hand in the cookie jar. (laughs) (laughs) Shit tastes good. (laughs) (laughs) I tasted one cookie and I was in that bitch. I'll have another, please. (laughs) You know, so. Like I said, it's cool to be able to travel our country too and be able to see like what our country has to offer as well as my fans and stuff too. Like shout out to all of my fans and stuff too. Without you guys, like none of this would even be a thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Without them, we wouldn't even have met each other. You right. Know what I mean? Kind of thing. So yeah. that's, that's very, very cool. So shout out to all you guys. Appreciate yeah, you. Absolutely. We say that all the time about whether it's fans of Screaming Evidence, you know, the band, or if it's fans of the pod. Um, you know, we're, we're, we say it every week. We could not continue to do this without them. Absolutely. absolutely. They drive everything. Yeah. So, I mean, we're, we're doing this for them. So, yeah. Cause I mean, I would just sit in the, in the house or in the garage and, and play a little music here and there, but you know, having the opportunity to go out and play, I mean, I've never toured or anything, but like having that opportunity to go out and play and people showing up to play and that's what motivates me to practice regularly and stuff like that. When you start to tour, like when you go around and you play shows, it's hard at first because like you go and you'll, you'll spend all this money on this big gear and you'll write songs and you'll go to play a show and there's nobody there. There's nobody there. Yeah. You're playing to the other bands kind of thing. I remember those days just know that I was there too. Yeah. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We were all there. You know what I mean? I also kept a musician's friend magazine in my book in school. You know what I mean? It was just like circling guitar and like, listen to that. Well, that would be sick, you know? Yeah. Did you ever play Warp Tour? Of course. Yeah, of I course. figured you did. Yeah, dude. Um, was that like, I, I, I'm gonna, I was gonna ask you a couple questions. That's my favorite tour of all. Yeah, was it your favorite Warped tour? Tour, bro. Yeah. Um, what a historic tour to play. Kevin Lyman, shout out to Kevin Lyman, by the way. Thank you for allowing me on your tour bus. That was awesome. <laughs> that was I really, mean, Warp really cool. Tour was the most fun to go to. Too. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I just saw a video from Warp Tour 2000 I, um, of the drummer for Green Day lighting his drums on fire on stage. That's, oh yeah, that's metal as fuck. Trey was definitely on some shit. You're right. You're that right. was crazy. So what uh, was Warp? You said Warp Tour was your favorite. <laughs> it right. always has been. Yeah. Ever since I've been a little kid, man. Every year when Warp Tour came around, do you remember the talk about when Warp Tour was coming? He going to Warp. Oh, you going dude, to Warp this year. It was the biggest thing 
when we were in high school. For oh, sure. yeah. it was just Guys. it was every like you yeah. could not wait to go to Warp Tour. The first time I ever crowd. I never went. Was I always Warped wanted Tour. to. Oh, it was amazing. Warp Tour was incredible. You hear me? The first time I ever crowd surfed was it Warp Tour? Warp Tour. I was watching the starting line. Hmm. Tell me what you thought about when you were gone. <laughs> it was the shit. Joan Jett played right before them. That was cool. I got to yeah. see Katy Perry at Warp Tour. Nice. <sighs> Katy Perry played Warp Tour. What are you doing here? That is, that yeah, was so what cool. are you doing here? She was dating Trap McCoy of Gym Class Heroes. Oh, okay. Take how a many? Look at my girlfriend. <laughs> how many bands did you do Warp Tour with? Like, how many different bands did you do Warp Tour with? Um, just the one. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um. After that, dude, guys, I was up. I did. Uh, I did the Taste of Chaos tour too. I opened up for um, My Chemical Romance, Kill Switch Engage, booked my Valentine. Um, I was a. Uh, do you guys remember the Taste of Chaos? Is that what the paramedic? It was the Winter Warp tour as well. It was called the Taste of Chaos. It was a Winter Warp so. tour. Winter Warp tour <laughs> came on. Okay, I don't know if you guys knew about it. Then, anyways, there was a Winter Warp tour that happened two minutes when it wasn't warm. Yeah. You weren't like out, da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. you can go to the other one. It was an indoor one at like Harrowing or some shit like that, but it always had like big bands and stuff. Fucking Hera? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that was fun. Um, after that, like I said, I ended up moving out to California and da, da, da. So I did some stuff here in Ohio actually before I ended up going out to California. So then I started dating like models and shit and uh, modeling as well and stuff. I, I did a TV show with uh, Christopher Knight of the Brady Bunch and Adrian Curry, America's Next Top Model. Mm-hmm. I shot commercials for like Zippo lighters and um, there's a couple other things. I can't get it right off the top of my head, but I stayed pretty busy, man. And if it wasn't music, I've literally had my hands in something. Christopher Knight, a cool guy? Say it again? Is Christopher Knight a cool guy? Yeah, Chris is yeah, Chris is cool, man. His yeah. wife is even even cooler. Yeah. Adrian Curry is awesome. Nice. I, actually, I don't think they're married anymore, but I might be mistaken. Okay, on yeah, that. I'm yeah, not don't sure. Don't quote me. I mean, I, I watched the Brady Bunch. So yeah, 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 Marsha. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought was cool. Like I was like, all right, if any of these younger ones aren't going to get it, then these older ones are definitely going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> you know yes. So yes. it's cool that I can put myself in a scenario that relates to. I mean, with this, it relates to these guys. With this, it relates to these guys. So when I got back here to Ohio, I started a vape juice company as well. It's called Hollywood Nights. Nice. A top seller in Ohio, Indiana, and Kentucky. So I've kind of been doing that as well. I'm a four-time award winner. Oh uh, yeah, dude. I fuck around a little bit, guys. Bro, I was so busy. Bro, I was going yeah. to say, like, dude, you've done... Cheers. I guess we're getting fucking cheers, drunk tonight. Cheers to the grind. <laughs> I, it's... It, You've done you've done music on a, on the biggest level possible. You've done TV. You've done modeling. You own your own business. You've done a little bit of everything. And I, I guess like, you know, you could say because you have kids now and all that. But like, you're how do you stay motivated to keep doing all of these things at such a high level and like not find yourself getting burnt out on anything? Like, what's the key to that? Now, um, we do we do get a little burnout at times. Sure. I, I've uh, my like meditation is like my guitars. It still involves my music and my stuff. It's my craft, and I know that these are my instruments. It's weird. If you think of a guitar as a wizard wand, and you can make people feel a certain way by waving your piece of wood mm-hmm. and doing a little diddle do, 
Yep. <laughs> you are now sad. <laughs> <laughs> you are now sad. You know what I mean? <laughs> when the whole crowd on stage is listening to every word you say. Yep. And you're like, part the crowd. And they move. Yep. There's a form of energy there that's like, it's unmatched. Like a religious experience. It is literally... You have to go through it to understand what, the, what I'm talking about, but you're so nervous until that first note is hit. But after that first note is hit, it's like an energy comes over you, and it's yep. almost like it's not even you anymore. And you're kind of impressed by the end. You're like, man, that was fun. Yeah. And like I like the way that that made me feel, and I love that I could see how it was making others feel, and it was positive. Right. I think I'm going to continue to do this. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Do you still get nervous on I, stage like that before that first note is hit? I used to like a lot. I used to like do laps around the building before I come in. Yeah. To where I'd just kind of be like, okay, let's let the show and I can kind of relax. But I'd still be the most hypest guy. Yeah. <laughs> That's my job. Yeah. I'm kind of like the right hand man. <clears throat> right. I say it in a certain way, and I know it's not metal to say it, but I say, I say that I'm the Pete Wentz of every band that I'm in, which is the bass player for Fall Out Boy. He's like the main guy in the band, but he doesn't, he's not the main singer at all. But he's the reason why, in my opinion, he was the screamer. He was the rowdy guy on stage. He'd be spinning and sharing, but I was kind of doing their thing. Yeah. Actually, the guitarist would do this fucking Tasmanian devil thing. It was really, really cool. But other than that, Patrick kind of stood there and did his thing. But the bass player and the other guitarists, the, the side men are the show. You know what I mean? The right. Fucking, or do you guys remember, um, Story of the Year. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. The day I love those I guys. Die. Love Story of the Year. Remember when they were like roundhousing over each other and like backflipping off the ramps yes. and shit? Like, what happened? Damn. I don't have that kind of energy. Who does that? Or athleticism. <laughs> or athleticism. <laughs> and I'm I not talking like off a half stack. I'm talking like a full stack. Yeah. Like backflipping off a full stack. Man, they're poor stack. knees, bro. Energy. All it takes is to kick it the wrong way, bro, and you're landing you're on it. Shit. <laughs> you are eating shit in the biggest way. You're possible. going through your twelves, bro. Uh, oh, you're calling an ambulance in front of thousands hey. of people. Oh, yeah. no. You need new gear. Like that could be so bad. It is a wrap, bro. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite. Uh, you, you talk about story of the year. My favorite story of the year song is uh, "Our Time Is Now." Okay. I love that fucking song, dude. <laughs> Yeah, raw time is now. Like, oh, yeah. I fucking love that song. That song was like when I first heard, it, I was like, okay, I gotta look up the tabs because that's dope. And it was like surprisingly harder than was I it thought. On it was the neighborhoods be. album on the what? Was it on the neighborhoods album? Brother, I couldn't tell you the name. It's a black <laughs> album with like lime <laughs> green lettering. It's got it, lime that's green a newer album, if I'm not mistaken. No, isn't it? no, it's mid two thousands. I didn't um, think it was like incredibly. It old, had like. Though. A body outline in red and it had like nope. a neighborhood. No, this That's one's green. A, this one's green. It's black and oh, green. Okay. Like the lettering is lime green. I don't ever think I even heard that album. Yeah, it's that's that song goes really hard. Yeah, but it's funny you mention them because I think they just put out a new song too. They're they're, they're like back, like back back. So it's about time. Yeah. Oh right? man, that was two thousand five. Two thousand five. That's about what I thought man, it was. 05 was like the golden. Dude, oh, 05 year, is the golden bro. year of metalcore or of metal period. It's the year I bought my first SG. So yeah. yeah. Changed your life. Yeah. Because. Until First the Gibson, day I died it was, was 2003, an and I remember watching that music video on yeah. the, in like third grade. Yeah. So those guys have been doing it. They've a been long doing it a long time. Yeah. <laughs> so I am curious. Bring Tyler into this conversation. What's up? That changed my no, life. No, 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 not you, Tyler. You, not you. You, you just sit there. I'm used to being the only Tyler in the room. Yeah. Okay. 
how did you two meet? And oh. like, how, how did, oh, this will be an interesting story. Like, how did this friendship come about? He's my massage therapist. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I'm just joking. He didn't, he didn't like, back he's off. a gearhead. Back, Don't yes. let him fool well, you. Well, here's how it goes. Uh, I hired Chris Hollywood to start cutting my grass. And then he came in one day, like, hey, man, how do you play those sick fucking riffs? And I was like, bro, let's go back outside and keep cutting the grass. <laughs> And don't let me catch you sneaking drinks from the hose again. <laughs> it's all true. It's all true. No, we actually, uh, we met just through the gear pages and shit like okay. that. Just talking gear and stuff like yeah. that. Uh, we point at each other's gear and be like, oh, that's awesome that you have that. Like, oh, is that a Chicago Music Exchange exclusive? I already know that there's only 200 of those made. Like, Yeah, and it's shell pink and I traded it away. Shell pink. Man. So you rarest. guys were like, just, colors. We've been long time trading buddies. Uh, we actually met through this. Like, should we tell it on air or should we? Yeah, not? that's because uh, I mean, if he watches it, but fuck that guy too. <laughs> okay, yeah, go <laughs> ahead. This is a good story. If you guys want some shit, oh, I'm I want, not we always want it. some shit, bro. I'm we get controversial. I'm gonna, on this I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay, so cycle in here. We met through this guy who I'm not gonna say his name, but he was from Beaver Creek, and I'm pretty sure he was a serial killer. Okay. <laughs> we're off to a good start all true <laughs> all factual all factual I watched him facts go. guys so so this guy was like this delusional bassist who thought he was amazing but let, let me back up I, I saw this like I saw this Kirk Hammett guitar on Marketplace guys, yeah. the one your Kirk Hammett guitar no no oh, no okay. a different one and uh, so he was trying to pass this off as a legit Ouija Kirk Hammett guitar which is like a five grand piece well unless you get the LTD or but anyways Anywho, I, okay now hold I, on I, hold on I found the guy on the Marketplace too because he had that guitar app okay but if you looked in the background on the wall there was a bunch of Gibsons so I hit him up, and I was like, "Who are you?" Yeah, who and are I hit you? him up. Who are you? You got all these gibbies on the wall back there, right? right? Some, some nice ass guitars. And so, me. mean, mean, mind you, Chris had just met this dude as well. Yeah. And uh, so I go to look at the guitar. It's a bullshit stickered up LTD. Mm. It was and fake. I was like, I was like, dude, I'll give you a hundred dollars for it. And uh, anyways, he was like, no, that was special edition. It was made like that, and there was only so many made. And he was still trying to bullshit me. So he goes and grabs his phone and he's like, do you know who this is? He has Chris on FaceTime. And he's like, this is Chris Hollywood from the Blackville Brides. And uh, so Chris gets on there. He's showing me like some Gibsons and stuff. We're talking. We hit it off. It's cool, whatever. Um, so I didn't know this dude was a psychopath at this time. He has all these nice ass Gibsons and Fenders, dude. And I'm talking like vintage fucking $5,000 Gibsons. Yeah, like man. not no fucking elementary shit yeah can't even hit it you know what i mean like top like, tier fucking guitars he's a game of guitars but he can't play no, no i didn't no know e that chords, i didn't no know that at the time no so it wasn't weird yet it wasn't weird yet i bought we'd the kirk like, hammock guitar off of him for a hundred dollars it'd be like that what's your hand doing bro and so my only impression of this dude is okay he's got all these five thousand dollar guitars he knows this chris hollywood guy he's legit whatever did he tell you i went to germany with him yeah this start this guy starts becoming like try to be my best friend and uh, he's telling me, yeah, man, I've been to Germany with Chris Hollywood, and I've been on tour with him all over the world, Jeez, and he gave me one of these Gibsons, and 
And he the, was trying to get you in his sex dungeon. Yeah, dude. Yeah, just he was going to have you put the fucking guy, lotion yeah. in the basket. <laughs> because anyways, uh, we know from the last episode that I was a drug addict and stuff, but I just got out of rehab and needed to like make some money, and he was hitting me up like, oh, yeah, man, I'm proud of you for uh, getting your life straightened out. And he was like, I'm moving. And he was like, if you come help me move, I'll give you a bunch of free guitars. Yeah, I think I, think I remember you telling me that. Yeah, before the show last time. Yes. Yeah, man. So I go over there, and he showed me this new Gibson acoustic he got. It's like a $5,000 Gibson acoustic. I was like, damn, it's fucking nice as fuck. And uh, so I play it a little bit, and then I hand it to him. And he tries to play. I did the same thing. Like, he, like, tries to play Inner Sandman, dude, and, like, plunks it. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> this just got, like, to the highest level fucking weird. Yeah. Like, like, like how do you have all these tens of thousands of dollars of guitars? Are these inherited somehow? Dude, and then, and, then this dude's, right. and then this dude's doorbell rings, and he, like, fucking goes into, like, a PTSD not even the, freak hold on, hold on. out. This isn't even, like, the craziest part. What he's about to get into is so wild. You guys are going to be like, whoa. Oh fuck! Are you ready for this? I'm ready. I'm ready. Are you listeners ready for this? We, I don't know if they've been drinking as much bourbon as we have, but you should be. Yeah, <laughs> I'm ready. Tell them what happened, bro. Dude, so this guy fucking some his doorbell rings while I'm there helping him move because I think he's just a cool dude with a lot of money that has a lot of guitars, a bunch of guitars, and, right? And knows right. some people and whatever. So I go to help this guy move. Mind you, he lives in a really nice house in Beaver Creek. So I'm there helping him move shit into a trailer. And uh, his doorbell rings, bro. He grabs a fucking AR-15, locks one in the fucking chamber, and he's like, who the fuck's knocking on my door? And I'm like, oh, my God. We're rowdy I'm, I'm going to die here. I got dropped off here. I was for lovers. I got dropped off here. I have no means to escape. I got dropped off here. Yeah, I'm, I'm going I'm to die today. He's pulling up the Uber app. Dude, and then, like, uh, he's, like, calling his wife, telling her she's a choice words for not being there, helping him move shit because he's all, like, disabled and shit. And me and this other guy are there helping him move, and we're, like, trying to move this freezer out of his basement, and it won't fit. So this is probably, like, a $250,000 house. This is where it gets weird, guys. Dude, he, It wasn't mother, weird yet? This motherfucker nope. takes a sledgehammer and starts beating the walls out of his basement so that we can fucking this get this weird. freezer out of there, dude. Oh, my goodness. Beating and gets his fucking saws just on. just the fucking cut, freezer. Cut, Jesus. Cut, cuts entire walls out and is having, like, a fucking <laughs> manic... You freak out with, with this me dude man. and I'm like what the fuck dude so the only thing I could figure is that this dude got all those guitars by trapping accomplished guitar players and those are his trophies that's the only thing that makes sense yeah, Chris like, you made it out alive brother bro, I like went over to his house to also look at his guitar collection and it was also weird yeah. so I started also playing and while I was in the middle of playing, he had like a TV and a video game set up. And he was like, I have your song on this shit. And he was like playing my song for me, right? And like I was like, oh, that's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. And I was like, well, play me something. And he couldn't play a damn thing. And I was like, hmm. I'm looking at the wall. Like I'm like, dog. This is sus. He had this really nice Pelham Blue double cutaway, too. It's so nice. It's so nice. Dude, and the weirdest thing was he would like... Because he would call us drunk. He would video chat me and Chris drunk, telling us, oh, we're going to start a band. And like, <laughs> yeah, he, and, uh, yeah, he, he would never let us get guys. in the chat alone without him. And the first night he got drunk and was like, because he would just, me and Chris would sit on there playing guitar and he would sit there staring at us, bro, for hours, hours, not saying a word. But like, I didn't have Chris on Facebook or anything. So it was like, the only way I could get access was if that guy called me with Chris. Okay, so check this out. And so, so what piqued my interest in Tyler was, so he got us in a three-way call. It's him, me, and Tyler. Yeah. 
for the first time ever. It's in the middle of the night. I'm chilling up. I'm already playing. I'm doing my things. I'm writing always in the middle of the night. Yeah. I do my shit after certain hours because I know that everybody that I care about and da 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 is asleep. Mm-hmm. They're in dreamland, da da da. I feel like it's my time. Your time is shining, baby. Other than that, I'm taking care of a lot of people. Yep. You know what I mean? So I get my free time. I get my, my, my few hours in. From my, I start at witching hour. It's like 3 a.m. to like 6. So you're on a three-way video call at like 3 a.m.? I'm, it's just before that. Okay, for gotcha. Yeah, and this guy would never let us get in the chat alone. Yeah, like he, he, he he would just say, "Oh, Chris doesn't mess with people like that," and yeah. oh, he just uh, he doesn't feel comfortable with you calling him without me. Yeah, which is the weird. first night this dude got fucking wasted. I also went to Germany with him. Out. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I, I think they're best friends this entire time. Yeah, bro. so he's, each other yeah. for years. He's, the yeah. first night this dude passes out on the video call and gets drunk, and it's just me and Chris in there. I was like, "Yo, do you know this fucking guy?" And he was like, "No, I just met him through Facebook and shit." And I'm like. Hang up and call me on my chat right now. I'm like, now. Yeah. he's going to murder you, bro. He's so he was like, okay, <laughs> tell me what you know. And I'm like, okay, this guy's walking all bro. And vice versa. So, uh, so we was on chat. And this is what, immediately, this is why I even called him back. On mm-hmm. chat. This guy's a badass guitarist. I don't know if you guys have heard him he's play, but uh, yeah. he started playing a little Polyphia right off the bat. Like, the first thing I heard was a couple notes. And I was like, remember the first thing I said to him was like, are you... Are you Hey man, are you, are you playing some Polyphia? And he was like, Yeah, and I was like, Hang up and call me right back. I wanted him to get out of that chat immediately. Hang up and call me right back. I've been looking for I've been looking for some talent here in Ohio. And goddamn bro. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, that was flawless. I mean, looking back, Jeez. do you think he could have just been a gay though? Because he would try, he would go to insane lengths to like try to get me to come to his house. Wasn't he married? Yeah. Okay, check this but out. She, she, was like, she was like a bigger woman. She was real nice. She was an engineer for the city of Dayton. Did he tell you shit. about like, his moonshine? I don't know why she ever put up with his shit. Shit. Yeah, yeah. He tried to, te- like, he was like, man, you can come over and I'll teach you how to make moonshine. Didn't he tell you he was going to give us Gibsons and shit? Yeah. Yeah, see, guys, there's some shit going on there. I mean, he he was either a, he was either a serial killer or a gay. There's no I don't or a gay serial yeah. killer. He's like, yeah. I just want to watch. I mean, Jeffrey Dahmer, bro. That's true. Yeah, he's like, I just want to watch a movie. I mean, yeah. well, well, I, just, I feel like I just, he would have took his opportunity when I was there, dropped off. Back. I wasn't going. Sales. You already Party, know I wasn't going. Like I'm like right. prime example, bro. Yeah, Duh. fuck that. <laughs> he was either a serial killer or a gay. Yeah. Either <laughs> way, it didn't end up good for either one of us, unless we got Gibsons. Exactly. Why? Because it's fucking metal. Yes, <laughs> correct. This metal shit. He did give me four free guitars to help him move his house, though. That's crazy. Like I mean, they were cheaper Can guitars and stuff, but bro, at least he'd like listen. If he had, let's say he had a 58 Strat Woo. and was like, hey, PP touching, you can have this. <laughs> like, what's the limit here? Um. <laughs> <laughs> How much bourbon's involved? Uh, <laughs> do I have to be conscious? Do I have to remember it? Do people have to know it? about it? <laughs> what year did the Strat introduce? I think the Strat was introduced in 50s. Yeah, so that'd be like what a fifty thousand dollar guitar. It'd be a lot of money. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of monies for some PP rubs. Some, yeah, I mean that's like hey, little quick PP touch. Here's your 
OG 50 grand But yeah, strat. meanwhile, me and Chris started talking, and uh, we were like blocking him same time. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we happened? We literally blocked him yeah, at the same that's time. That's right. We sit screenshots Bro probably like trashed Three, his house. Two, one, block. Yeah, yeah. Bro probably like demolished my house. It was a weird... Uh, it was like going to hunt for you. He might still be looking. So since then, bro, me and Tyler kind of been like that. Like, yeah. hey, man, we've survived that. All day, we've done, <laughs> and we both have tight gear. What's we've up? We've done yeah. several thousands and thousands of dollars worth of gear oh, trades. And stuff. Thousands, yeah. guys. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. But that's that's the that right there is the perfect. So Tyler and I, we became friends through music too. So it's amazing. We've we've talked about it on the show before that you you can find lifelong best friends through this passion that we have for this music. And uh, that's what I was going to say. You know what? And like, you know, cheers to Tyler that I fucking, I'll fucking found I'll his cheers to this dude through fucking yeah. music. And all Get that was crazy music. It was still music that linked everything together. Yeah. So, so speaking about music, I haven't got to, we haven't got to ask you okay. about your, you know, outside of what you play, when it comes to what you listen to, like what is... <laughs> You know, you have genre, or it doesn't have to be genre, but like some of your favorite bands that really shape your music personality. Okay. Okay. I already know his all time. Who's your all time? His hero. Yeah, he knows all that. But my right hand was given to me from a certain band from me, like learning a bunch of. Other I know music. that one too. Yeah, do you? Yeah. yeah he knows it. Who is I'm it? Telling you, man, as I lay dying, give me my right hand. Phil? So gross up? You already know, bro. Yeah, dude. Yeah. The um, dude is a bad he's motherfucker. Insane. Bro, his new signature. Jesus. Yeah, man. Who does he play? Um, Kiesel. Kiesel. Or no, sorry, not Kiesel. Charvel. Why did I say Kiesel? Charvel. He's got a signature. That's a new... you don't hear too much of anymore. There's one sitting right here. Yep. Right here. I just need to put strings on it. Yeah, but Phil mm. Sagroso, dude. He's also in, um, Born or not Born of Osiris, um, Sayosin. Oh, yeah. Okay. God, I love Did you know Sarison. that? Man. Yeah. What's Tyler calls Tyler <laughs> that that self-titled album, I hey. swear, is my is is probably one of my all-time favorites because every chorus is elite as fuck. Now, is this with Anthony Green singing or was this with the other guys? Terrible with names, so. Do you remember 7 years? 7 years? Yes. Taking on Seven years the Holy Ghost had left alone. I've heard that song. Okay, that was with Anthony Green, the guy who sings, You're not alone. Yeah. There's more to this. That album there. That's the other singer. Okay. The other singer, Anthony Green, is also the singer of a band called Circa Survive. Oh, Circa Survive, Man, dude. Boy. Let's go. <laughs> so, Shout out to Anthony Green. Your right Let's hand see. comes from Phil Segrosso. Where's that left hand come from? Okay, now this left hand is a little bit of everything. Okay. Considering okay. I've learned a little bit of jazz, blues, fusion, Latin, fucking metal, pop punk, punk. It's a plethora of everything, man, that I try to... You'll see me sometimes playing the guitar like this. You'll see me sometimes playing the guitar like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's a. And if you do both, okay, what I'm working on right now is something called hybrid picking. Mm hmm. Or are you holding your guitar pick, but you're but also you're using, using your fingers, your fingers yeah. at the same time? Can I introduce you to Keith Urban, who is an incredible yeah, hybrid picker? He is a badass on the guitar. He's an incredible isn't? guitar player and an elite hybrid picker. I bought his acoustic. Keith? Yeah. Yeah, I got a Keith Urban at the yeah. house. I'm not Actually, I didn't country, buy it, but, but let's just say I have one at the house. It was given to me from I've somebody. had a couple things sent to me from him, and 
I can't deny, dude, his his credit. He plays like but 23 I, I, different I, I don't like... Is he married like to Nicole country. Kidman? Yes. Yes, he is. Whew. He is married to I Nicole mean, Kidman. He just wins already. Yes, he is. <laughs> Have you guys seen Jerry Maguire? <laughs> yes. I'm just going to say. Yeah, I think Tom Cruise Jeez. was still screwing her at that point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Days of Thunder, you know, that kind of Show thing. me the money. Yes, yeah. show me the money. So, yeah, the, the hybrid picking thing, or country we call it chicken picking. Chicken picking. Yep, chicken yes. picking. <laughs> yep. Cheers to that. Chicken picking. Chicken picking. That's the reason why, why we, we play we a little like Telecasters these days, <laughs> There's nothing wrong with a little chicken yeah. picking, dude. No, it's... Uh, yeah, it's very, very technical. It's, it's, it's very It's so hard. funny you Tyler, talk about... Don't, you, don't leave me hanging, bro. You talk about As I Lay Dying because yeah. that is one of my absolute all-time favorite bands that shaped my my music. The Shadows of Security today. album. What's that? Shadows Are Security is the... Just before Oceans Are Betrayed. Hot take. Got going. The, yeah, you're going to get me going. The most influential metalcore album ever is Shadows Are Security. Absolutely. You were saying that on the last episode. I was. I was saying yeah. on your... Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Just yes. even how they started that. Bro, Chris Hollywood agreed with that. Like, bro. Dude. What? Dude, Confined is like... Bam, 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 bam. Like that song just never. I, I was like, hand me a guitar, I'll play it. Funny story. <laughs> Funny story. So like, I was in, and I'm sure it's happened to you. I know it's happened to you guys. You get in these like ruts musically where you're like, you're kind of burnt out on what you've been listening to. Okay. You're kind of like, okay, that was where I was going to go next. Yeah, you're kind of like, ugh. Like so block. I got in one of those ruts a couple weeks ago, and Tyler and and our other co-host. Preston were sending a bunch of songs in the chat. I'm like, guys, I'm just in a rut. I'm not listening to anything. And then out of nowhere, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of being in this rut. I know the one song that'll pull me out of it. And I played Confined, and I'm like, I'm back. I'm there back. It is, bro. It's, I mean, instantly brings me back. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's Christian, bro. It's all for it's God, Christian. bro. It's absolutely Christian. Tim Lambesis, you know? So I model for his clothing line as well. For Tim's, yeah. really? Yeah, it's called Modern so, Rebellion. Have you met Tim? Yeah, super yeah. cool dude. Yeah, very cool. I figured he, all of his YouTube videos, like, because he's got a side project and then he does the fitness stuff, yeah. and then obviously the Azalea Dyke stuff. Yeah, because he's jacked, right? He's Guys, oh my gosh, huge. Yeah. Uh, he is. I met the Hulk. <laughs> yeah, he is a yeah, metal singer. <laughs> he is a ma- bro. His fucking traps, like he looks like Brock Lesnar. God damn. And like, yeah. I don't know how that dude ever wears a shirt with sleeves. That's where <laughs> I get this idea from. Sam, yeah, Sam goes like the cut off cool shirt, bro. Yes. Yeah, he just rips out of them, bro. I don't. Yeah, he just puts a shirt on. Like, <laughs> yeah, I modeled for his clothing. I used to live in Vegas. After I left Hollywood, I moved to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. So Danny Warsnot from Asking Alexandra yep. was my roommate. Really? So he came to the United States. He lived with me. You were a roommate yeah. with Danny Warsnop? Yeah. Before he was known. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Here in the did, did the listeners yeah. hear that? Chris Hollywood was roommates with Danny oh, fucking I'm Warsnop. I'm sure they know. Yeah. Um, so Danny lived with me, and um, my girlfriend at the time, I used to date a model named Amore Hilton. And uh, Danny lived with us. So anyway, so fast forward a little bit of time. and Danny uh, cool dude, too? Danny's awesome, yeah. guys. He Such seems a cool. Player so too, cool. Shout out to Danny Warsnop, He has an too, amazing voice. Shout he out does. To that gravel in his voice. Yeah. He seems like such a cool dude. He's a sweetheart, man. Yeah. He's come He's he's come a long way, and he's yeah. been through a lot, too. Yes, he and has. It's cool to see he's still going, and he's still kind of doing his thing. Yeah. It's very, very cool. Yeah, they're dropping a new album. They're going to drop a Absolutely. I heard about it. It's yep. very cool. So. Um, I was going to work with him, actually. Really? Yeah, he asked me to do a group with him that his side project from asking, but I was already doing this other band that he had me in. 
Okay. So he 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 was like, "Hey man, I was living in L.A." And he's like, "Will you move to Vegas to do this project?" And I was like, "For you, Danny, fuck yeah, bro." You know what <laughs> I mean? like, I'm like, "Yo, like, so you help me, I'm gonna help you," kind of thing. You know, he used to live with me and took him in. So you didn't tell us who your musical hero is. Your hero of all music. <clears throat> you guys really want to know? Yes. Yeah. Um, who Hollywood's hero of all music is. Even yes. So this, I mean, this is going to lead into a totally, completely different conversation. That's what we do. I mean, that's uh, that's fine, what we man. do on the show. I think he's going to be really surprised. You're literally going to be like, give me a guitar and I'll just play a riff and you guys tell me who it is. How about that? Okay. Give, pa- give, pass, pass me a fiddle just for a second. Acoustic okay? Sure. Okay. If you guys can guess it. You need a pick? Got one right here. If I don't know it, I'm going to be upset because Tyler calls me. I'll the play a pretty. Uh, okay, then you should totally get it. Okay. Let me see the tuning real quick. This is the first time on uh, Screaming Idiots show. Let's get it. Okay. So Hollywood's favorite artist read a song that went like this, and I'm sure you guys all know it. Blink-182 is my fucking idol. Really? Let's go. I would have known. All the small things is my shit. Dude, they they just wrote great songs, and they were simple. (laughs) Shout out to Tom DeLonge as well, man. (laughs) Are you a huge Blink fan too, Tyler? Because I know you like some punk. I I really like punk, but do I dive into their music a ton? No, but when they come on, I vibe. It's so simple. <laughs> it's just so like <laughs> a beauty and simplicity, good. bro. I fucking love it. We it's talked so about that last time. A day to remember, creative simplicity. Uh, oh, it's great. It's perfect, yeah, man. We so, did yeah. talk about a day to remember and their creative uh, simplicity. So my favorite artist is, is Tom DeLonge, and it's cool that you know he was telling the truth the whole time. He now works for the United States government. He's exposed that's all the pick. UFO stuff that's been coming out. That's my pick. While I was in Vegas. Oh, Hollywood saw some stuff in the sky that I had to call back here to Ohio and cry about on the, <laughs> on the phone to my dad. <coughs> Why am I not surprised that she saw some stuff in the sky? <laughs> Considering I took pictures of it and put it on the internet and they took TwitPic down. Yeah. They took the whole app down. Yeah. I'm sure. Oh, anybody that believed that there wasn't. Okay. What I saw and what they just released that they said that was like 2016, like I was like, I posted that same thing in like 2011. Yeah. So what age did you become a mega fan of Tom DeLonge? Like, what did his music do to you and at what age? Oh, man, you guys, I was young. Um, this is probably the beginning of Enema of the State. So what, what what year was that? Like, 02, I think, I want to say. Okay. Probably 02. So I how old were you at that point? I don't know. You're going to expose your age a little bit. I suck it, man. I'm 37 right now. <laughs> so... A long time ago. Yeah, sure. Over 20 years ago. That's Um, so crazy. Not crazy. It's just, it's always interesting to like learn. I was probably 12. Okay. And what was the stuff you heard by them that was just like, wow, these dudes are. What's my age again? 37. I took her out. It was a Friday night. I work alone to get the feeling right. We started making out. And she took off my pants. But then I You know, as a 12-year-old boy, you're like, yeah. what? She did what? She did what? <laughs> she, she did what? Is this all it takes? Yeah, hold on. Let me go further into the song. Yeah. You know? 
That's yeah. crazy. So what about his play style was like what drew you it to was it? All downstrokes. It was all downstrokes. Me being a brand new guitarist, didn't even know there was upstrokes. Yeah, you didn't even know you could alternate pick. It sounded exactly right. Yeah, and it's because Tom DeLonge's not a very good guitarist, like at all. Okay, and, that, and he yeah. knows it himself. I mean, and it that's is what is well known. But his music is so good. I don't know why. It's so Neither good. was it's Kurt Cobain. It's simplistically awesome. Yeah, I was playing Polly today, and I was like. Polly wants a crack. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, man. Three chord hero. I literally was playing that this morning. Well, it's just like, for me, my biggest influence was Metallica, James Hetfield. That motherfucker don't alternate pick. <laughs> like, yeah, he... I think we went to the same high school, though. What's that? James and I went to the same high school. James Hetfield? Yeah. Really? I went to Beaver Creek, but I also moved out to Downey, California, went to Downey High, and I think he's from Downey High. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I was going to say, you did move to LA really early. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, man. My parents are divorced. Yeah. So I've always been to L.A. and Ohio. That's why L.A. was the choice. Right. I was moving back with sure. family because I was leaving here. I was Naturally. just in a really horrific car accident. Okay. I learned how to walk and shit again. Oh, shit. And then I moved to L.A. and made it in three years. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fun, bro. yeah, I thought it was going to be a lot more of a struggle. You know what I mean? It was actually kind of smooth, guys. Yeah. It's kind of like everything I had been waiting for and like i like anticipated it to be so much crazier than what it actually was it's just like be determined and be honest with yourself and just make sure that your message is true to who you are and who you want to be in the future as a person yeah. and everything should work out for you yeah you know what i mean i won't ever be like yeah metallica sucks <laughs> you know what i mean it's just not like he would i mean he hates Metallica. It's different. Uh, when you're on air. <laughs> yeah. I'm just joking. Metallica is the shit. Yeah. Uh, it's actually Tyler's favorite band, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. Since he knows who my artist is, his his artist is, is Kurt. Yes. No, not Kurt. It's James. James. I'm sorry. And yeah. Sinister Gates. Yeah, it's James and Sinister. James. As much as I hate Avenged Sevenfold Sinister, we've talked about on your but previous episode, Sinister Gates is insane. A little well-known fact or unknown fact, both of our favorite guitarists use the same pickup, a Seymour Duncan Invader oh. humbucker. It was the same same pickup. I Only like, artists, actually, who do use them in real life, like the... In the whole industry, there's only two dudes who use those pickups, Sinister Gates and Tom Long. Really? Yeah. Huh. Two completely See, different genres. Duncan is... One uses distortion, one Really uses fucking in, incredible. And I know a lot of people I are mean, trying to move to this different shit. I've they're all trying to go to Bare Knuckles. Fishman's. Even, even, even Fishman's are falling off because everybody's going to Bare Knuckles because Misha. Well, Tim Henson's well, name is on Fishman's. Tim now, Henson, so yeah, that's true. We talked true. about that last time. Right? We did. Or no, I'm thinking Dirty Fingers. I'm sorry. You said bare knuckles. I was thinking dirty fingers. Like I'm like, mm, I think that's Gibson. Yeah, no. Yeah. Well, Misha from uh, yeah, Periphery. Yeah. You know his, yeah, his well, Ragnaroks and what's the other one? Silos. I'm friends with the I think so. singer, yeah. Casey Sable from Periphery. Yeah. yeah, his dad actually used to own the NFL. Sable, <laughs> Casey Sable. His dad is uh, Stephen Sable, the owner of the NFL. No shit. Huh. Shout out to Periphery. What's what a fucking nice? never guess that. I fucking love Periphery. Preston, I know Preston loves Periphery too. I know Kyler isn't a, a big fan of Periphery. Or I, know, I hear a lot of people. We just like John Five around here. 
I, I John hear, five. Yeah, we're John five yes. fans around here, man. <laughs> I hear Motley a few Crew, people bro. mention that, that, that they don't like uh, Periphery's vocals, but like I fucking love him, dude. His ability to sing and scream. So, so is, one thing I do oh, like is about the same guy. Okay, is that's the, the one thing I do the same like guy? about. Yes, oh, yeah. and yeah. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. yep, same guy. You know who I? You talk about vocals. I, I don't mean to get on a tangent, but like one band that everybody fucking loves that I absolutely cannot stand because the vocals are so bad is Knocked Loose. Oh yeah, Brian okay. Garris's like scream is so like cringy I, that I can't. I, that I, I finally went you and ever listened heard, to him. Oh dude, have you ever heard uh, uh, Slaughterhouse by Motionless and White? Of course, those are my dudes too. Yeah, I love Motionless. Yeah. So Chris seems like yeah, the I most genuine, cr- kind-hearted yeah. dude ever. So Chris emails me one day and he's like, "Hey Chris," and I'm like, "Yeah," and he's like, "Can you get me on that clothing line that you're on?" I was like, "Yeah, which one, man?" He's like, "Bleeding Star Clothing." I was like, absolutely. So I hit up Devin. Shout out to Devin Taylor, Bleeding Star. Uh, and said, hey, man, motion, this band called Motionless and White wants to pick up your guys' clothes or whatever. And this was before Motionless was like huge thing. Yeah. yeah. I remember my first night in Vegas, I actually went into Ronnie Radke's house. Okay, so Danny has me move to Vegas. Okay, so I'm doing this project out in Vegas. Guys, this project was so sick. You were working with Ronnie Radke too? No, he was just down the street. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew all of them just from being in Vegas, just from me moving to Vegas, which is only a four hour trip from LA. Really? Four hour drive. I figured it was way longer than that. It's only four hours. Huh. So if you want to go out to Vegas tonight from LA, we're going to Vegas tonight. We'll get a hotel and we'll get up in the morning and it's a four hour drive back. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Huh. It's fun. Have a. What happens in Vegas? <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Except herpes. You're telling me there's roller coasters on top of the hotels? <laughs> Some of them, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you lived right down the street from Ronnie Radke? Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Was he still? Was he in Falling in Reverse at that time, or you was he what? still? They were coming up. Okay, gotcha. They were coming up. He wouldn't start anything until he got his vocal warm-ups and stuff. So he's always, ooh, ee, 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 ee. Yeah. Fine-tuning his vocals. Yeah. So it's cool to see that he's come a long way. I love Falling too. in Reverse. Actually, um, was almost the guitarist for Falling. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the story behind that? Just... Uh, I don't know if he wants me to say. Okay. But Fair I was enough. almost the guitarist for Falling. We'll just put it at that. Okay. We're going to be enough. seeing them September twenty third. Falling in Reverse. I love oh, yeah. in life. Fuck yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah. Falling in Reverse. Ronnie Radke's a great social media follow. He's yeah, he's good dude. He's good dude. he's hilarious. A lot Chris of people might catch that show with me. So many people like internet mistakes. And, yeah, uh, he's just like dude. Tim Lambesis. Like, yes, dude. Tim went to prison. Yes, Ronnie went to prison. Yeah, like, but what like, did Ronnie go to prison for? Hey, I, I. <laughs> so Ron, basically, and I don't want to go into too big a detail. Basically, Ronnie was meeting up with some other dude to fight, and then s- Tyler murder. Yeah, so mm. Ron, <laughs> Ron, Ronnie, Ronnie was meeting up with some dude to fight, and, but they both brought right. their crews, right? So uh, the guy's friend. Somebody in Ronnie's crew shot and killed yeah. somebody in the other dude's crew, and Ronnie got popped for, like, accessory or some shit yeah, like that. Ronnie was Did the dude go to prison for murder? The dude accessory. that shot the dude yeah. went to prison for murder, but oh, Ronnie wow. didn't. No, Ronnie didn't do anything. Yeah. It was he just that... He went to prison. I think he was, like, an accessory or It's what shit. it was. It was, or, like... Uh, yeah, it oh, was. Fans made free Ronnie T-shirts and shit. Dang. Yeah, it was Ronnie. a fucked up deal. It was a it was a fucked up deal for for Ronnie. I mean, it wasn't his fault that dude pulled a gun and shot somebody. Yeah, you know, he was just was trying wild. to throw hands. He's just cheddar Bob. Yeah. I remember playing the uh, <laughs> yeah the Al Rosa Villa. Yes, Dimebag Daryl got shot. Yes. I played, there. played up there on the stage. I played there. That was played, awesome. Yeah, Tyler's played there too. Yep. Did they have to have the blood splatter up on the floor? 
Oh no, it was years later. Oh, okay. I played in the spot that he was murdered. Yeah, in. me too. Years later, me it too, was awesome. And I was so nauseous. I was gonna say that would like give me such an eerie feeling. So when Dimebag Daryl was shot at the Al Rosa Villa, I think it was in Columbus, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. So yep. we played shortly afterwards, man. And I remember everybody had signed every fucking inch of that place. Do you guys remember that being in there? And yeah, like, yeah. R.I.P. The band I, mean, I played for a little bit, including the fucking like toilet paper roll. Yeah, dude, like, it, it was, was all done. Yep. Like fuck. Um. Said it make you feel. It made you feel nauseous. Playing I was there? on stage and like the blood splatter from him being killed. They left the stage up there. Like they left all the carpet and the blood splatter up on the stage. Yeah. So I was like stomping around and it kind of like in a way, it was just kind of like. It was rock and roll as fuck. Yeah. You know, but it was sad that like it was who it was and how it happened. Yeah. And awful scenario. How an officer had to come out and blow that guy's head off in front of the crowd. Yes, you correct. I mean, not only did they get a show, they With got a show. With a 12-inch. Yeah. Not only did they get a show, Brother but they took got du- a show. It was metal as fuck. Buddy took double lot buck to the face. Yeah. Pretty much. Yes, and no longer shot. had a face. <laughs> it wasn't a bird shot. No, it was, was buckshot. Double lot. <laughs> yes, to the face. Yeah. And Don Bag is like my all time, like even above Sinister Gates, he's just yeah. So when you see something like that on stage, fucking Don Bag, dude. You know what I mean? What do you? Yeah. What do you do? I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a funny question here because you're you are you know the most well known and and famous guest we've ever had so far. So you ever see the the like TikToks or Twitter videos where people like who's the most most famous person in your phone? I'm gonna ask you who's the most famous person you have in your phone. You're trying to think who's the most famous because there's... It's me. It probably is you. <laughs> who's the most famous person you know? How about that? I mean, he just like said he was roommates with Danny I mean, Warsaw. he was fucking roommates that's with Danny Warsaw. <laughs> that's pretty good. This dude was in Black Veil Brides. What do you want, Kyler? I know. I'm just... I mean, How much in, more do you want? He was in fucking Black Veil Brides. It's like... He's like, me? What do you mean? Tyler. Tyler, yeah. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. This guy right here. Yeah. He's a legend. <laughs> Absolute fucking legend. I actually gave him a couple guitars not too long ago. He gave you guitars? Yeah, so he's got a couple sick ass fucking. Bro. Oh, he said, <laughs> I know people, bro. I know people, bro. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh, yeah. got like a good like four to six of them that are really tech. I, I, we need to be better friends. You, are, <laughs> <laughs> you and me you only man. do Fender and Gibson. Uh, that's, that's fine. That's all good. I'm more of a Fender guy, but that's yeah, all good. I hear, you know what? He, he traded was, me the sickest Strat I've ever had in my life, and then I traded it back to him, and I regret it because he traded it away. <laughs> yeah, it's gone. Shell Poon. It went. Bro, that one you brought here tonight's fucking gorgeous. Yeah. Not as good Which as one? The that green one? one? Yes. It's not oh. as good as the Shell Pink one. That yeah. green one was pretty sick. It's huh? fucking sweet. Uh, it's it made me a little jealous. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 nice. Oh man, I should have brought That's in awesome. my I should have brought exclusive. in my special edition red with the color matched headstock. That green one is a CME exclusive, isn't it? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. That yeah, one, that one, one, the shell pink one, and the orange one are the CMEs from that era. There's a lot this of la- this era. The black one you got special. The green one mm. you got special. The pink one you had special. It's a special from 2011. Yeah, it's Kelly special. You talk about you talked about blues earlier. Were yeah. you a SRV fan? Dude, look at his hat, man. I mean, that's fair. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, I rock this hat. Yeah, for SRV. Shout yeah. out to SRV. So sorry you died, bro. Yeah, ninety three helicopter crash. Helicopter crash right behind Eric mountain. Clapton. Yeah, yeah. That's metal as fuck, though. It's metal as fuck. I mean, I I loved Stevie Ray Vaughan. Such I, a bad. Man. I mean, so you, you hear when when people ask, you know, who, who's the greatest guitarist of all time? You know, Hendrix. Eric Clapton. Oh, it depends all... whether or not he's tuned to E flat. 
or Captain Standard E. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody, all those artists, Jimmy, Stevie, E flat. E flat. They say a strat should be tuned to E flat. It sounds a hell of a lot better in E flat. Remember that if you didn't know that. E flat, okay. man. It's half step down. Let me ask you this, just because I don't I, I don't play in it. I'm more of a C C I mean, sharp yeah, occasionally yeah. guy. I got a whole album in C sharp and the other half's in C. They're both fantastic. Those are those are I call them God's tuning. That's the one Danny had me do. Remember? Yeah. Yeah. So what's the deal with D standard? Why do so many people like D standard so much? I don't know, but Days of the New used D standard and it was fucking sick. I, I don't. Is I that just, just standard tuning the guitar and then dropping down to D? Well, yeah, it's yeah, all. It it's, depends. Some people. It's not t- drop. It's not drop D. It's it's a. Some people go D standard and then they tune their E string down to D as well. It's like a half step down or half step up. I mean, from D drop D. So so days days of the new did that, but they also tuned their high E down to D as well. So they had an octave. I'm getting confused. Yeah. There's oh, a lot of, a lot of shit going a, on there. No, no, no. It's, e no, flat just, is C sharp. Right. He just, they just, <laughs> I know that part. They just created an octave with the bottom two strings by and putting the high E into a D. As an acoustic guy, you should be a huge Days of the New fan. Is it? Is E flat C sharp? Or am I tripping? So you're talking about a standard tuning with, so. with just the... Isn't E flat C sharp? No. Is E flat C sharp is on it? the tuner? When you go down, hold on. Let me remember. Look, yeah, you got me fucked up it's now. C G C F A D, right? Yes, correct. That's drop C. That's C. So what's E flat? What's E standard? D sharp. He said D standard. But I if said you, D standard. Look, if you if you drop, so it's D A D. It gets a little weird when you change the tuning of the top string, though the 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 low E string. So like, is that dad dad? I play in and drop C, so it's a whole step down, but the top string is also dropped. That's what we've always played. So it's a step But if you're talking about, are you playing a seven? No. Okay. No, he plays bass. Okay. No, he's just. I think he's just talking about the band. No, the bands are sixes. Drop C. Although Preston has been dabbling in B. So you've been doing some. Some heavy stuff, then. I already just know that we we've played we've played drop C now for what twelve years, yeah. Like their band is kind of like when we first started, we were in drop C sharp, and then we we brought it down to to drop C, probably exclusively when I came out of the navy and we got the band back together. Those are two of my favorite tunings. I love it. His band is like a mixture of Chevelle and Deftones. They're really sick and underrated, I think. But, well, we we got to get good recordings. Out and this there man can and scream his face off. I I do what I can. <laughs> Motherfucker, I can scream too, and he won't have me on a goddamn song. But it's fine. I mean, we got to find a song. Get you on, bro. Man. I sent you me doing now? confined, and you're like, bro, that's sick as fuck. I'm like, I know, oh. I got pipes. Let me like, you can scream. Yes. He he oh. can scream. He, he's got that low scream <laughs> yes. down pat. Okay. Like I have is, really good okay. like it is dialed yeah. in. That's so. cool. No, I I sent it to uh, Jake Perkins, Metalcore Highlights. Yeah, our buddy from Michigan, and he was like, "You're fucking with me, right?" And I was like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "Dude, I didn't even know you could scream, let alone like scream like that." I'm like, "Oh, dude, I thought that was a yeah, dog you, shit take." Like I was just like, for all listeners, Kyler got some 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 of those low screams. Why are you not with in the band? Some bro? of the best of them. Don't have time. And I can't sing and play guitar at the same time, and I'd rather play guitar. So it's like, yeah, that shit's hard. You should still be in a band. I know. I, I tell know. you what, you what, what is some? Sure. The hardest thing for Let's me do do musically has been learning 
being able to do vocals while playing bass because I play with my fingers. Like I pick with my fingers. And you have like think about thanatophobia, that baseline. So thanatophobia, <laughs> I don't do much vocally. Um, no, but I'm just talking like a baseline like that. Yeah. So like Lovecraft. Lovecraft oh, is the God. one. Is probably one of the the hardest ones for me because I I didn't write the the bass line with the intention of having to scream. Okay. It was I wrote the bass line to this part and then Sean was like, "Hey, I need you to scream this part for me." And I was like, "Okay, what's the part?" And he he showed me and I was like, "Yeah, so that doesn't go along with the bass at all." So can I like just dumb one of them down? And he was like, "No." Mm. I really need you on this. <laughs> and and Ty- Tyler's screams have gotten so much better. Like they got some new shit. And actually, it might have was it on the last episode that you put? No, no, no. It was the a, a, a token to remember where we talked about sleep token and a day to remember. You put that new song in the middle of that episode. Oh like, yeah, that's on the the most recent release we have. Yeah, yeah. your your scream on that is. I mean, that was the one I sent you where I'm like, this needs gutturals, and I added yep. it, and you're like, because I love yep. old school asking Alexandria. Octave screaming, right? Highs, lows. His yeah, scream on Say it. is fucking insane, Oh, bro. it's it's amazing. You know, I actually found that that part through the, you know, for the chorus. I was in the shower, and we had like... we always are, bro. Yeah, yeah like we had just had band <laughs> practice or something. Rockstar don't take showers. And I was in the shower. <laughs> That's not metal as fuck. That's not metal as fuck. You saw and I was that? in the shower and I was like singing the chorus and I was like trying to think of something that because I I felt like the chorus was missing something. It, it was missing power, and I was like, He's "What can I do?" Sides between your cheeks. That's like a kill switch. Yeah, I had the sides in there. I was like digging deep. He's like, you know what I mean? God, I got a lot of hair in my ass. That's crack. such a kill switch vibe when you come in with that scream. Oh, but oh like God, when I when I thought of it, bro, I was amazing. in the middle of the shower and. I was like, we need a band practice like right now. And I, I called Preston and had him Naked. come over and I kind of ran through what I had in my mind and I made him play through the course a few times until I could kind of figure it out. And then the next band practice, I, I hit it and it was like, fuck yes. It always feels good when you get it. Oh yeah. You know what's funny? I know so many Screaming Evidence songs on guitar and not the most popular one, which is Say. I don't know how to play that one. No it's, one's ever showed me. What's your favorite, favorite so say, song? Letters. Mine's Beijing Green. Uh, I When I say letters, I'm kidding. Uh, it's actually the Rent Free song. Ooh. So, when the listeners wouldn't know that yet. No, unless they joined our TikTok Live that one time where we, uh, we, we, there, we played There that was one. that one time. But I that like song Beijing doesn't even Green. have a name yet. We just call it Rent Free. I like Beijing Green. Beijing Green's amazing. Beijing Green was great until we recorded it. What was wrong with they didn't get the sound they wanted out of the. We we didn't get the sound we wanted. Chris, I'm sure you can relate to that, like recording something and like it not coming out the way you wanted it to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you, so, you um, think it sounds good in studio, then you listen to it like in your car, and you're like, oh. It's kind of like listening to a combo amp and listening to a stack. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? You're like, where's the balls? Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's got to be disappointing. And I know for these guys, it's it, somebody like me, just as a listener, I'm like, God, guys, listen to this and then go go listen to the first album. The production sounds so much better. And you're like, they're like, yeah, but it still didn't. They're, they're perfectionists, right? They're never satisfied. Yeah. And I don't think any great musician is, right? 
and they're like that isn't what we wanted it to be in the end it, we there was more that we wanted out of this sound and we feel like it still doesn't capture everything we wanted it to and tyler's probably really nitpicky about stuff like that too we yeah. have we have gotten closer to a good sound with me starting to do live recordings of band practices than we have in the studio 100 percent would agree with that so did you ever do any of that epic. chris like live recording band practice I'm uh, sure you every did. now and then, you yeah. Know. But we're talking, like I said, like back in like 2005, like kids in high school type shit, where we'd like run a single microphone down to the top of the the room, like a fucking hardcore band, just a mic in the middle of the room. Mic it's this big wall of sound. And it's picking up everything. It's yes. bouncing back into the microphone and everything. Yeah. So a lot of it just kind of sounds like, yeah. You know, you get a lot. Of, uh, the mids weren't very cutting. You know, sorry, they the mids were scooped. Yeah, they were sounded like scooped. they were scooped. You yeah, know, and the odd thing was back in the day, I used to scoop my shit. Really, I used to scoop it a lot. I why? Thought it sounded better. I'm just curious why. I thought it sounded better. I was okay. used to being a kid in my room. Yeah, playing in my bedroom and being like, "Well, that sounds a fuck ton better in here." Yeah, shit ton of trib. My Pull parents ain't coming in and telling me to turn it down and yeah. da da da. That no one can hear it. You're just getting the bass and the high end. That mids is what the ear hears the most. Yep. Your mids is what cuts. So the you were going Slipknot all the fucking gain. Like, I guess. Yeah. I guess so. Speaking of Slipknot, you're talking about Seymour Duncan pickups. Mick Thompson's Seymour Duncan blackouts. Oh yeah, the blackouts. They were like they were muddy enough to be like carry the girth, but still cut through a lot of the low end shit. Do you like where you could actually hear individual notes? Duncan pickup. Favorite Seymour Duncan pickup and reason why that is your favorite pickup? I actually don't gear out like a lot of people do. Okay. Um, and the reason being is I always just kind of had to deal with what I had. Okay. And it it was like dad would give me stuff. Okay. Or I'd have to buy something cheap and it was just like make the best of it. Cool. And when I would gear out, it would be like the musician's friend or the American now, music bro. supply. Yeah. And I'd be sifting through there and I'm like, all this shit Sweet that water. I can't afford. Sweetwater, baby. That's where I just bought my last guitar. Yeah. yeah and then I j- I'm like, fuck this. I can't afford any of this. So I'll just. Day. Did they? Yeah. They was like, hey, man, just wanted to make sure you liked your uh, your order. Yeah. That's right. I work with Mitch. Mitch over there. Yeah. Mitch Daisy. Uh, da- D A Z Y. I can't remember how to spell it, but super nice guy. So I bought shout a, out to Mitch. I bought a Jackson uh, DX twenty. Yeah, reverse headstock. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, ice white, fucking maple. F- very cool. So that's my favorite color, man. Yeah, I it's, think it's I, clean. It's classy. I've always had all black guitars, yeah. and well, my my Strat is blue, but fingerprint magnet, huh? Fingerprint magnet. Yeah, absolutely. So I saw this Jackson, and I've I've always wanted a higher end Jackson with a reverse headstock because I love the uh, just such a metal look it's a thing yeah and I was talking to these guys Tyler and, and our other co-host Preston in the chat and they were like bro just do it just treat yourself you got adult money do it and they talked me into it and I bought it and uh, it's 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 one of them things man bro <laughs> I just it does something for me I There's, got it. And I'm immediately drop it down to C, and I'm like, "Oh God!" Yeah. Did Mitch hit me up. Your face talking about it. Mitch hit me up like you can see the excitement. On yeah, it. Mitch yeah, hit I like <laughs> Mitch hit me up like two days later. Was like, "How you liking it, dude?" Like I've been playing it since I got like I haven't the whole seen time that look on anybody's face since <laughs> me and my brother went to Toys R Us. <laughs> <laughs> Toys R Us, hell yeah. 
No, that just goes back to music being such a passion that I get, you know, we get so excited about it and get so excited absolutely. talking about it. I don't even know how long we've been. a little kid kind of in a way. A kid at a candy store, man. Absolutely. I walk in, I'm like, candy apple red. Fender's longest lasting custom color. In I was going to say, how about a candy apple red strap with a yeah, pearl pick man. guard? That was my first strap, bro. Yeah. Ever. I had a candy apple red. It was a car. Strap. Piece of shit. Don't know, Chris. Was, with a matching headstock. Fuck you. Oh, yeah, he sure he does. Said, he sure does you. have a special oh, run a with a matching like. headstock, bro, and car, candy apple red. Yeah. You got a. It's got. I want, he sure does. You got a picture bro. of it? Yeah, with the I matching headstock. That's interesting. Yeah, that's oh, is the fender lettering in pearl? <laughs> it's in silver. It's in silver, and it's the spaghetti logo. It's yeah, the it's original logo. Sick. Nice. Not when they sold it in 1960. Oh, so, but while we're on CBS. gear and stuff, can you tell us what your favorite kind of pickups are? Because I'm pretty sure you're not into like the Fishmans, Seymour Duncan. I, I do like, have a couple. I mean, sets I know you like them. I know you got the Fishmans off of me. But what's your favorite pickup being a yes. classic guy? Okay, my favorite pickup being a classic guy is a Seymour Duncan JB. Oh, so you're going way back. The JB. Okay, and so that's... For a neck. Yeah. I like the SH2. Okay. It's the Jazz Blues pickup. You get the SH4 in the bridge, the SH2 in the neck, and they sell that as a set together. The SH2 so you SH4. strike me as kind of someone like myself that's more of a rhythm guy than a lead guy. I started off as a bass player. Right. So, I mean, you got that... moved the on to rhythm guitarist. Yeah. And then into lead. Then into lead. Yeah. Yeah. So what do you prefer when it comes to go? Do you prefer the rhythm or do you prefer to, you know, the more shreddy shit? Weird, man. I'm like, you know, I was saying like the, the hybrid picking. The hybrid picking. Yep. You could take that into kind of like my playing as well. Instead of it being like that and that, it's like, I swear to God, this dude plays rhythm and lead at the same time. Yeah, when I watch him play. Like he'll be doing That's some. Co- do he'll it, be though. doing like some chords and then he'll throw in some tapping shit and then he'll go down here and do a weedily in the middle of his strumming. Like, yeah. He's fucking sick, dude. Oh, he's a hell of a fucking guitarist. I mean, I watch, I watch all this shit. So I like to think that I only listen to like the the shit that matters, like the stuff that's like revolutionary fucking music. Like when I heard like Polyphia or Shrezers even for the first time. Mm-hmm. I know that they're not from the United States, but that even intrigued me even more. Like I was like, that's what they're doing over there in Russia. Yeah, <laughs> jeez, Russia. Oh man. Oh, you checking out that strat right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh. Collar matched headstock with the silver it's logo. So crispy. Though. It's so nice. Check out the the pictures. The black the pictures fret don't board do too. The ebony fretboard. Oh, yeah. the, it's got an ebony fretboard. Yeah, oh, yeah it's yeah, got yeah. a. Uh, it's got vintage uh, compound on. radius fretboard. Oh my god, it does. And so it's not flat. It's an actual like sixties. Yeah, I got some heat. He said, I got some heat. Yeah, he's got some heat, Thanks to this guy. He's got some heat. It makes me sweat sometimes. Yeah. Jeez, where'd it go? Oh, man. That's awesome. Yeah, bro. I'm a connoisseur, man. I can't help it. Well, Tyler sent me pics of his, like, guitar wall, and I was like... I wouldn't feel right. I kind of feel like a bitch. Well, this dude owns, like, twice as many as me, like, all Fenders and Gibsons and sick shit. Well, he is Chris Hollywood. I own, like, a few sick guitars and, like, a bunch of cheap ones. I got it. Yeah, same. Yeah. (laughs) Same. I got a few. I got a few. Man. I just yeah. can never be like this guy, and it seems like a bass player thing. So my buddy Malone is like one I of mean, the one of the most studied, accomplished bass players. You I ever know. played barefoot? And he doesn't give a fuck. Oh, yeah. He doesn't give a fuck. Like, he was he a just, bass player. He just thing. needs one sick guitar and one sick amp. He doesn't care about anything else. Yeah, yeah, so is that, is that a bass player thing, or Look, is that? It's 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 really about doing what you can with what you got and for me look i dabble in guitar i dabble in bass i dabble, i got a fucking piano in my living room that i would love to have more time to 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 dive into more i got a drum set over there that hasn't been set up like i 
and then I do vocals too. Like there's so much different shit that I want to dive into. And it's like, I can't afford to have a wide collection of each different instrument. None of us can, dude. We and just do like, it anyways. Just think, just think about it this way, okay? How much is it just to buy a pedal? It's like a hundred bucks to get something drug. decent. Yeah. Not even good, something yeah. decent. Right. Like I've had. It, it is like, it, like well, starting price 175 <laughs> Yeah, it's right like, now, like uh, I've had my eyes on some Strymon pedals that are like $300 a piece. So and I'm guy. like, well, all I can do is window shop here. Yeah. yeah. And Do you have a pedal board? Um, I do. And I, I have it from when i first came back from the navy and we got the band back together this was like seven eight years Yo, ago boy, what you got on your board it, it was all outlaw pedals okay so like you know at that time at that time seven eight years ago like they were just starting off they and the they were like knobs on some of them did you see the, the what knobs? no like barrel i didn't like see those dude but like I got a few of those because oh, yeah, yeah. at the time they were really cheap, but they sounded good. Yeah, yeah. And so I got some of those, and then I ended up not playing guitar for the band for that long. Before I was like, the reason I play bass for the band is because we couldn't find anyone that was okay. both good and sober. Have you ever? So used <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I can do both. I laugh at that every time I hear now, it, bro. Now, as a bass player, have you ever played through a SVT Ampeg like the Fridge? With a Sonic Maximizer? Um, I have Newstead. Have you yeah. ever played mm -hmm. bass through a Sonic that's Maximizer? Yep, that's Newstead's deal. My favorite I, I have a MXR thingy that, you know, gives me a little bit I'm of options. I'm a well-known Jason Newstead meat writer. Yeah. Get on I YouTube. I love Newstead. Or Google, meat, bro. Google it. Oh, he's a fucking badass. Still is. Motherfucker looks like he's 35. It is like a well, well-known bass Oh yeah, I have that. Thing, BBE bro. Sonic Maximizer. Yeah, bro. We both. I have it in a rack unit. It's like you I think your tone's really good until and someone then, pulls And then the you turn on a Sonic Maximizer and you're like, "Damn, yeah." Now so I took tell everybody, dude, like, that's I like a Spark amp. The the Spark. Who makes that, Tyler? Spark, right? Or positive uh, grid? Positive grid. Positive grid. The yeah. positive grid Spark, bro. I didn't know tone until that. Yeah, where you can build your own tones. Yeah, yeah. Like infinite possibilities. I have this thing where I tell people, I go, I don't care what it is, how expensive you have, da da da. Your shit sounds like this when you're playing it. Yeah. Until you turn on a Sonic Maximizer. Sonic Maximizer, right? You're like, oh my god. <laughs> Swear it is. And Buy it only one. Costs it's a fifty dollar like pedal. Forty bucks. Yeah. Like, it's what? it's like a fifty dollar pedal right now, and everybody should have one. Everybody should have one. It cuts out all the dumb shit that the ear doesn't want to hear. It's only two knobs. Is once it, your low frequency and once your high frequency. So is it just like a really high end noise gate? No, it's not no. even a noise gate. That's your. That's going to be your NS2 or yeah. your ISP. So it, it sounds like it's some sort of EQ kind of deal it where it's cutting out some of the frequencies it, that it, your ear just doesn't even pick up anyway. all the dumb stuff, Brandon. It, only, it makes it like studio quality it's while so you're sick. playing. Like it sounds like an album. You're like, oh my gosh. Well, I made a note of it, so we're I'm checking it, it out. Yeah. Shout out to BBE and the Sonic Maximizer, man. Absolutely. So, you underestimate uh, you'll, hear, you'll see some reviews on it, man. Some people you have don't two like kids, it. I have three, so I mean, it, I got one. I know what broke is. I just got one. Yeah, I got. I'm one. all right. You got a boy or a girl? Boy, I got a boy. Yep, yep. Got how, a boy. How old is your boy? He is ten months old. 
Oh, so you got a new one. Yes. Yeah, he does. Man, yes. congratulations. I got a brand new one. Life. Thank you. Still got yes. the new car smell yeah, at all. He is. What model is that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my mini me, because he looks just like he fell out of what, my ass. What year was he born? 22. 22. Yep. He, he, his Man, birthday's he just in missed October. the 75th anniversary of Fender, didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> By a year. Yes. He my, is, he my is literally my pride and joy. He's, he's Very cool. the greatest thing that's ever happened. Dad life, dude. Yeah, it's the best thing in the world. There I, is nothing better I, than I, I always said that I I didn't want to have kids, and this my son was not planned at all. But the I mean, it's so it sounds that so makes cliche. You a man, instantly, bro. It sounds uh, so cliche. But the the moment that I saw him, I was like. Yeah, if you're a good person, not to it be on your some, life. Not to be on some softy shit, dude. But we're all about on some real shit, though, dude. Like from dad to dad, like it's almost like he didn't understand love. Did, until yeah, you were like, no clue. Yeah. That's a little me. Like that's had no, especially like a guy me. having a boy. Yeah, because we're men, we're dumbasses. Like, yeah, we're dumb as fuck. Yeah. And wants to ask me questions. We have two dude. heads. We think with. Yeah, exactly. And my dad goes, my dad's a badass. That's what my son says. Yeah, it's, by the way, my, my kids talk about Silas nonstop. They miss the shit out of him. So my son went over to his house. Did he have a Spider-Man suit on? He uh, might have maybe. had a Spider-Man suit on, but he gets on the trampoline. He's he's seven. He just turned seven. Yeah. In February. Like a little Aquarius baby. Uh, what month? August, or, I'm sorry, October. October. October 8th. I don't know what. what. He's a... September's uh, Virgo. I'm a yeah, Leo because I'm August. It's a... Uh, Oh, what the hell is Are you? He? I'm a his birthstones. His birthstones in uh, opal. I don't even know what the fuck that uh, is. Do you know? But I don't know. It's I can't remember I just what had it this is. conversation with. For some reason, I think it's a Scorpio. He could be or a Taurus or a to- That's it. Taurus. No, he wouldn't yeah. be a Taurus. Are you sure? I I'm a Taurus, and I was born in May. Oh, okay. he's not a Taurus. <laughs> He's, he's, I, I'm not sure what it is. I'd be the I'd say Asparagus. maybe a Scorpio. I think I think my oldest son's a Scorpio, and he was November first. He might be. How many you got? I got two. You got two, and they're both boys. And yours are like real close in age, like mine and, are too. Yeah. Aren't they? How close? Because mine are thirteen well, months my, apart. Uh, you got Irish twins, bro. I, yeah. I have an eight and a nine year old. They're yeah, about eighteen seven months and apart. Six yeah, you got Irish twins. I have six dog. and seven. They're thirteen months apart. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Me and my older brother uh, are thirteen months apart. I tell you what, my the, brother and I are eleven years apart. Their their mom, yeah, my sister their mom was Jesus. happy. Look, it went from the first kid, her hit me up, tell you know, crying, oh my god, I'm pregnant, blah, to the second metal. one, you got me fucking pregnant, you motherfucker, fuck you, mother. <laughs> I just got god over this shit. It. Yeah, I didn't even mean to. Yeah. Yeah, but mine your boys was, seem cool as hell. Like, oh my, my felt so good, chill. I couldn't stop. <laughs> yeah, dude, listen, I can't stop coming, bro. My, <laughs> dude, listen. When I found out, my, my old lady was like, "I love you, baby." My old lady walked in the door. She's girl. like, "I need to talk to you about something." I said, "You're fucking pregnant, aren't you?" Oh. There is no other reason in the that world that you would say, "I need to talk to you my about something." Too, he said, yeah, other than you're fucking pregnant. I, I know. I put that in there about two weeks ago. Yeah, I know what's <laughs> up. I went in the bedroom. I sat on the bed and everything. So I remember I when I got back from Indianapolis. I know what's up. I did that on purpose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That shit was busting. My bad. <laughs> but yeah, dude. So it's did you the, get to cut the umbilical and do all that? Oh yeah, I did it all, I man. Did it, it did it all. It was. I didn't get my to fucking do that. phone in my hand. I didn't either. Too, I and my, uh, yeah, I got it all. My, my old lady was an yeah. absolute fucking monster in there too. They were like, "You, you can take a break. You only got to push for you know." She's, she's like, like she said, "No, I'm going to keep pushing." And and they're like, uh, uh, "Okay," and like you know, first yeah, time mom, like, you know, yeah, she's yeah, never done this before. 
she fucking was an absolute trooper in there and just mm. he fucking had to catch it huh oh she yeah, like, i mean <laughs> i had my mitt bro i had my mitt i was i had my catch you mitt. got the full experience yeah i yeah, did dude. too bro yeah i was i was trying to watch a football game when it was happening so like <laughs> i was trying, i was like yeah babe keep good 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 keep breathing oh fuck what the fuck happened you know thankfully the buckeye game was over by that point so i was watching like usc oregon or Shit. something but yeah they was all yelling at me the whole time right? <laughs> <laughs> like, Sir, you're not allowed to have your phone out. i was like this ain't for you yeah i was gonna say you know is this mean? your kid yeah, kiss yeah. my ass it's just legally they have to tell you that you can i was gonna say i have my phone out born. they just have to tell you you're not supposed to myself and my mother-in-law were the only two in there and she yeah. she was taking pictures i'm I was like why pictures. because you guys are going to do some mal- malpractice shit yeah, nope. like, yeah. Gotcha. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah but no it's it's so cool how and like my son like i i know he's only 10 months old and it's not like he knows what's going on did but you like, get him circumcised he, yeah yeah, good. I didn't good want man. him to be a hood ninja. <laughs> no, That's older. Yeah, that, although that is one hood. Although that is one hoodie a bitch can't steal. Uh, that is true. That is gross. fucking true. Sorry. Is that gross, where all my bro. fucking hoodies are gone, man? Jeez. He could be like, I got one you can't take, bitch. But oh. It's so cool because like it's taken me years to build this collection. <laughs> He loves like watching me play guitar. Like he it just like mesmerizes him. So anytime that she hears me playing like she brings him back there and like just sets him on the bed and he just sits there and he's oh, just yeah. like this and then i'll stop and he'll look at me and then look back at the guitar and then look at me he's like why'd you yeah, stop like continue and so it's it's cool that like i'm trying i know it's a you know he's only 10 months old but i'm trying to instill that love for music in him at a young age so i asked uh fred from taking back sunday i said how, how do you uh how did you get your kids to be musicians he said man there's a trick Okay. There's a trick that you do, man, to make your kids musicians. Okay. And me being a dad was like, oh, tell me. Tell me. Teach like me the tricks. way. Make it seem like it's not for them. <laughs> okay. okay. They'll want it more. So you mean like, uh, this is too complex for you? This Make is... it seem like it's not for them. They will want it more. They will want to do what daddy's doing. That's what awesome. Is it? What is it that makes this so? I'm going to impress dad. I'm gonna write something. I'm gonna show him when he gets home. Yeah. Do your kids care about music, Tyler? Because well, I mean, you know I'm, what? I'll, I'll say this. Uh, this last show we done, um, I gave my kids the option because it was one of the first shows in a long time that we had on a weekend. I actually had them, and I was like, "Look, guys, you have the option. You can come to the show with me, or you can hang out with Grandma." And my oldest son was like, "I want to go with you." okay and having him there it wasn't a great show to have him you know see but like having him there was really cool for me um they've shown a little bit of interest here and there like wanting to kind of dabble in it uh we had a conversation earlier in the season i think where i was like man i feel like early on i kind of made you know music's always been my thing and i i kind of it's been a constant in your life. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and the kids, every time I'd play around the kids, you know, when they were younger, they'd try to grab the strings, do all this stuff. I'm like, don't fuck with the instrument that way. That's not how you treat an instrument. Yeah. But, like, uh, I kept it more about me instead of including them in the process. Yeah. And um, I think to an extent I pushed them away, but maybe that's what's – Cause like I've started doing music lessons and plan, stuff, man. 
And as I've started doing music lessons, uh, particularly my oldest is becoming more interested in actually learning. Uh, My younger one, I think, if anything, he might be more of like a drummer. Um, Because, you know, anytime I bring him out here, the first thing he goes to is the drums. Yeah, kids like to beat on shit. Yeah. My son constantly is just, I mean, I know he's a baby. I'm not making a big deal about it, but I'm like... Everybody's like, oh, he's going to be a drummer. Are you going to be... My mom, she's like, are you going to be a drummer for I'll daddy? i tell you what. And I'm like, that'd be cool. Even us as guitarists, all of us here are guitarists, yes, right? Mm-hmm. correct. Are you guys tapping on shit all the time, too? Always. Constantly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do what? Constantly. Tapping, tapping on, on shit. Tapping on shit. Oh, man. Constantly. You like shake your feet to go to sleep type yep. shit? I do like oh, yeah. 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 And shit. Dude, oh, I've always... Like, if, you, yeah. if you've got your window down in your vehicle, you're you're on the... Like, on the yeah. side. Yeah. Constantly. I really started... But I air guitar... So much. Yeah, like I'm, I'm if I'm driving guitarist. listening to a song, I'm doing this because I'm picking right along with it, bro. And like yeah, my, see, my like, old lady, like let's my, hear your best air guitar solo. My, <laughs> <laughs> my old lady, if I'm not doing that, she's like, "Are you okay? Yeah, something wrong." So I'm like, 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 "I don't." She's like, "Well, you're not guitar, picking man. along with this song," and I was like, "You know what? You're right. I'm not." And I'll, <laughs> I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or not because my kids do not give a fuck. I'll be like. Jackson, check out this cool two thousand dollar telly. He's like, "Oh, it looks lame." <laughs> yeah, you not a video game. game. Fuck you, Dad. Well, he's into like he likes listening to Marshmallow, dude. Uh, that's that generation. That's thinking. That's just, I want you to be happier. He oh, just yeah. that's he vibes yeah. with that shit. That's just a generation. The astronaut thing. in the ocean, dude. What you know about rolling down in the deep? That's their shit, dude. Home, I mean, they get all that mental free. They yeah. get hype yeah. when that shit comes on, Tyler, dude. Tyler, you're the same dog. way. They like pop music. <laughs> I, could, I could show them a fucking sick Sinister Gates hey. lesson video, and they're like, "Ah, sounds lame." I, I will say oh, this: I got a I got a playlist on my phone for it's. I call it the kids jams and metal um, is the kids new classical bro uh, so i mean like, i try to show them aussie they don't like it they don't my care. uh I, I let my <laughs> kids kind of pick the music that they want on that playlist because when we're taking long drives or whatever they're always wanting to, i you know i don't want it to be just dad's music and my youngest is actually the one that shares more of my musical taste than the oldest. The oldest actually likes pop and stuff more than anything. Yeah, my son's over here singing Post Malone and Posty. Yeah, I not, mean, my daughter oh, runs yeah. around singing "The Last Fight" by Bullet. She's about the closest, but my boys oh, could literally give oh, a fuck a less. You know, like she literally runs around. Are I don't want to standing to me. Yeah, she runs around. I don't want to stand beside you. Oh, she knows all the words to like through the fire and the flames. <laughs> she, yeah. So she's the closest one, and she also could give a fuck less about guitar. My ex, oh, yeah. my ex girlfriend is the uh, bass player for Dragon Force. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's crazy. That's yeah. no big deal. Yeah, yeah. she's sure. pretty good. The last fight, that's good. the Fever, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. One of the greatest uh, medical albums ever. Fucking fantastic. <clears throat> yeah. just their first three albums are so unrivaled. Yeah, but yeah. It's weird how kids like so. My dad, like, and I'm sure your, you know, your dad was a jazz musician, yeah. you know. So like, my dad was like really old school, like, uh, ACDC glam metal. Did your guys' parents ever like have one day of the week where you guys like cleaned the house and there was like yes. music on and did yes. thing? Yeah, my dad always no, had like I Dave did. Matthews Band and like Cake and shit like that on. Yeah. Like, Tracy Chapman, Tracy some, Chapman, some well, different kind of yeah. stuff, man. That like, I really wasn't into it, but as I grew up and I started to broaden my, I'm sorry, broaden my fucking horizon in yep. music and not not stay so much like in a box, right? Um, 
I feel like if you put yourself in a box, that's your limits, man, is those is those walls yeah. in that box. Dude, I get it. I mean, I grew up on country music because, I mean, yes. you know, I, I grew up on a farm. You know, I still work in agriculture. <laughs> that's that's my life. So me um, just playing metal is keeping me in this box. You know what I mean? So what I do, I went and I learned some jazz. Then I learned some blues. You know what I mean? Then I fusioned everything together. Yeah. And then I've got this cool new style. Now there's picking techniques that are different now where the right hand as a holding a pick is kind of novice and kind of a, this is a guitarist, this is a guitarist. Mm-hmm. You know? It's you like two different mean? things. When you hit a level like that and you're able to almost, it feels like you're activating full brain power. Mm-hmm. You're like, there's nothing more I can do. Super Saiyan. I'll to everybody while I'm doing this. <laughs> um, yeah, when you have to go Super Saiyan, man, it's a damn thing. Yeah, Every bro. now and then you need a Sensu Bean. You gotta get you a sensu bean. You gotta get a Go sensu see Cora and get you yeah, a sensu bean. Yeah. Tyler's over there like I have no. I have no about idea. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> okay. I didn't watch it growing yeah. up. Every he watches Naruto. Bro, a sensu bean. Um, <laughs> he watches sensu- Naruto. So if you get your ass kicked in a fight, if you eat this bean, it restores you to 100, 120 percent. Yeah. yeah, sensu bean. I feel like I could have used that a lot in high yeah, school. Yeah, bro. We all need a <laughs> sensu bean in high school. It's so, I got my ass beat it's a lot. so amazing because, like, when I think about my kid, because I think about my my musical change from like what my dad listened to to what I. Listened listen to like what's my kids gonna be because i went from growing up listening to country music acdc some metallica well, megadeth you know, shit like that to as i lay dying under oath bullet from my valentine kill switch then kids into are gonna rebel yeah it's just a thing they're going to yep if you keep it variety wise it's up in the air if you're only listening to metal and that's it your kid's gonna listen to rap yep it is what it is so i need to incorporate more dad rock we need more creed you need to start listening <laughs> to them TikTok songs to where they don't think that's cool anymore. Yeah. That's the shit my dad's listening I just to. can't bring my ears to I fucking know. like it. You bro. only do it when you're around them. <laughs> I love Creed, though. Creed's back together, too. Oh, the oh, gods man. have answered yes. our prayers. Dude, Can off we topic, talk a did you, Creed did you, did you Yes, we Hold fucking yes. love Creed topic, in this I just discovered he has another band, bro. Scott? Yes. It's just called Scott Stapp. No, yeah. it's not. It's called, There's another uh, one besides that? Yeah, it's like uh, something Arch Enemy. I sent it to Bro, Preston. Arch Enemy is a woman-fronted <laughs> death metal band. Yeah, that's it. Hold on, I'll tell you, I'll tell you exactly <laughs> what it's called. Go figure it out. I have a song called Nemesis that'll make you f- want to tear your friend's face off. That's it. With arms wide open. With arms wide, wide open. God, I love it. And Scott Stapp, we trust. Yes. We, Didn't we're, he we're, show up to his manager's house completely naked? He rode a 10-speed bike there? Yes, that sounds very Scott Stapp-like. Demanded a million dollars. Art of Anarchy. Art of Anarchy is his other band. Okay. Yeah, he was living in a Holiday Inn. <laughs> was this was this at the Demanding. time where he had shaved his head? He was wearing the black silk shirt that was constantly covered in sweat, no, no, and he no, was no, like, no. "Look at me!" <laughs> like it might have been it's just before that. Okay, I might have led up to that because that's wild. Uh, <laughs> apparently, he got on a ten-speed completely naked. Can you guys just first off just imagine getting on a ten-speed completely naked? Driving, it's not a comfortable seat. Driving, that seat's driving in into ass. the city. Yeah. <laughs> in the middle of the night. First off, there's nobody on the road. You know that. He drove to his manager's house. Road, road is 10 speed by shifting gears and shit, man. Uh, to his manager's house and demanded a million dollars after he beat on the front door. He manager answered the door to his employee completely naked, demanding oh, a million dollars. So what did Scott Staff do? Scott Staff made videos out of his hotel. Remember his holiday yes. videos? And he's yes. Like, I need a million dollars. <laughs> yes, that was like the. He was like, what? It was like really poorly lit. I was about he's, to make one too. Like, me yeah. too. Yeah, I need a million dollars too. Me too, too dog. Hey, I think as good as Creed is, Scott Stapp has always been a little cringy. 
Yeah. I mean, back even like in their yeah. old like album booklets, hey, he was wearing like lace shirts with the chest all the way. Open. Yeah, but his hair Chester's looks magnificent <laughs> in the "What If" video where it's hey, like that's billowing in the wind, and he's "What If," "What that's If." That's Christian rock, man. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Mark Trumani with my shirt I mean, wide open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sweaty as fuck. <laughs> oh, Cocaine is my friend. <laughs> the guy who wasn't Scott. Guy who's playing guitar, Mark Tremonti. Mark Tremonti. Guy was awesome. He's a yeah. beast, man. Yeah, I thought he was always great. We cool. talk a lot about Mark Tremonti on this show. And He's, as bad as like we might hate on signatures, dude, his signature amp is okay. Cool. We want to talk signature PRS tube amp. Oh, my favorite Derek artist, Muscles. MT. Yeah. My oh favorite my artist's signature model just re-released. Yeah, Tom, Tom DeLonge. Tom DeLonge Stratocaster I just saw just that. It's Surf Pearl, like mine. Yeah, apparently it's garbage right now. Really? Yeah. And it's like twelve hundred dollars like, for a thirteen for a, a Mexican pre-order. You have to pre-order. Why it. is it garbage? Hardware, just hardware stuff. Uh, I've been watching videos. Well, online. it's a Mexican Strat for t- like twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, it's the most expensive Mexican uh, guitar out right now. Gotcha. The main one, the most expensive one, used to be a uh, baritone Jazzmaster in okay. a color called Antigua. It looked like a bird shit. Ah, that's you had that fucking guitar. Yeah, it was the awesome. first time I ever talked to you. You had that guitar. Yeah, I had it, man. It's a thousand dollar Squire. You'll see country artists and shit using it now. Yeah, I didn't realize it was gonna get as good as it was. But I tell you what, the wood wasn't even real wood. Like I was like, <laughs> polyurethane. <laughs> it was like, and they called it basswood. Yep. And it's so like, it's light. Like you could take a screw and push it into the wood. Through the fence. Really soft. Very, very soft. Really soft. And you know the wood has to be like dried a lot for it to resonate. Not that it wasn't resonating, not that it didn't sound good. So it had a lot of moisture in the wood? I actually didn't even use it as a baritone. Was it a 30 inch? It was a 30. 30 inch baritone? 30. It was big. Yeah. Big guy. I just saw a a seven string Schecter. 30-inch baritone on Facebook Marketplace for like 500 bucks. Like yeah. Fishman's. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Probably should have bought it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probably should have bought it. Yeah. 500 bucks? That's a good flip. Yeah, it is a good flip. Sell it for eight. Absolutely. It, it is, but it's just thing. getting harder and harder to pull money from guitars, dude. Like, you know, I mean, you can have a Chicago Music Exchange Strat, and you will have trouble getting $600 for it on Marketplace. Even I, though it may be I, worth I eight, traded my, just don't have money I did. for guitars. I had right. that pink Chicago Music Exchange. I think I spent like... 800 on it, Mac 850. Do you think that's because more people are playing guitar and the demand is lower? Well, I think because there's just so many of them out there. I think a lot of people are super proud of what they have, so they want you know they pay 800 for a brand new Mexican Strat and they still want 700 for it when it's worth like five. Yeah, that's the thing about guitars is like they're like cars. As soon as you as soon as you drive them off the lot, yeah. So as soon as you leave Guitar Center with that, that's a fucking used guitar when you sell it to somebody. Yeah, doesn't matter if you played it. My eight hundred and fifty dollar Jackson's now worth like six fifty. You can you can say you can say oh it's brand new I just bought it but it's used. Right, depends because you owned it. It had one owner. It really just depends whether or not it's a Fender or Gibson. I promise. Oh, I believe it. Those are literally you're holding your value. And they yeah. don't ever depreciate value. Right. They only increase. The only I was gonna say, the older they get, the more they increase yeah. in value. Just because you ever seen a Jackson that's thirty years old, going, not in good shape, going for fucking ten k. No, not in good shape. K. That's what I'm saying. I have like the 70s. old American Jackson Kellys are up there. Oh, a Kelly, yeah, yeah. the American-made ones. So like from like 
like the not early the 80s. Korean or yeah, Indonesia. Yeah, no, the like early 80 Kellys. Yeah, it'll say or right like on the an original Randy Rhodes. There you go, man. The ones there that say go. right made in the you USA right on the headstock. We was having a Randy Rhodes conversation on the way up here today. For you? To be honest. Yeah. Yeah, I love. I mean, oh yeah, because we were listening to uh, Aussie on the way. Here. I had, I had a, I had a Randy Rhodes V. Did you? Yeah, I sold it to a guy in San Francisco. Was it the black one or the white? Black one? and white, black uh, and white, both. The the top. Uh, did he have a polka dot one? Yeah, that was a V. That was a King V. That's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the one I had was the actual like the the top uh, horn was longer than the bottom, and the okay. bottom was white. Randy um, Rhodes uh, created that shape, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I had one, cool. and it was a go- it was a gorgeous guitar. The only, I I loved it. Um, I wanted something different, and I actually sold it to a guy in San Francisco. Um, so I shipped it cross country. But um, damn, did you sell it on Reverb? eBay. Oh wow. Yeah, eBay. Okay. So sold it to a guitar collector in in San Francisco, and the reason I sold it was one, I love the way V's look. I cannot stand playing them. Bro, I mean, you're you're either playing it with it notched on your leg up like it's this. It's not a guitar to sit down with. Or you have to play standing yeah. up. I mean, those I are, V's were v. probably made for show too. I He's got a, a Gibson right flying there. V right there, Nuh-uh. and it, it yeah. well, it's an Epiphone. Oh, it's an Epiphone, and it's got uh, pickups from an old SG in it. And it sounds it's, great. It's pearl white. But it's playing gorgeous. it, it's so it top looks like heavy. it's James Hetfield. Kill them all. Why is this guy sitting on a gold mine of guitars? Bro, I he's never, got. I never knew about it. He's got, got play guitar. Dude. He's got a hundred grand worth of guitars sitting in this garage. Good thing nobody God. knows where the fuck it's at. Yeah. So. <laughs> Stay the fuck away from my garage. Are all of these cases for guitars? Garage yes. Well? What's that? There's, there's two things you're missing in this garage. Only, okay. Only two. You could say three, but only two. I might have them. You don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the Marshall guitar head. You got it. Put the the pieces on your keys, and you plug your keys. Oh yeah. The guitar has a key holder. Oh yeah, I've seen those. The head, like as you enter the room. Yep. I need that. You should have that. <laughs> and the Marshall fridge. Yes, I've seen the that refrigerator, yeah. bro. That's so stupid, though, dude. Four hundred dollars yeah, for a mini stupid, fridge, but it's you could buy a Marshall amp, but it's kind of metal as fuck, bro. <laughs> I know it's for the rich kids. I guess. Oh you yeah, could it's say, for the, the it's people for that the, fuck you money. No, no, no. Yeah, because you know I mean, it's, it's not like a vinyl print. It actually has the knob. I'm sorry, yes. it's so, not I mean, for the rich kids. It's really not. Rich kids are more involved with their cars and their girls. I'll tell yes. you what. Yeah, because we were little for the gear nerds. They have too much gear nerds. Yes, it's for uh, it's for us uh. Dads People like you, Chris. Have like a little dad den. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, a like man cave, bro. Has their buddies come over and jam out, bro, and y'all grab a brewski out and yes. kick it and write some little melodies together. I feel like that's I need it. <laughs> I you need know, you, you bring a full up, sack for you it. bring up such a good mm-hmm. point that like this podcast has kind of helped bring back because like our other co-host that's unfortunately not here tonight. He had prior commitments, but he's fired. By the way, he is fired out to the yeah. other. Co-host. He missed the biggest episode. I'm replacing him. Preston, that's by the way, right. this Tell is your him I said hi. What's up? So, sorry that this is the way you had to hear it. You're out. But you're out, and I'm in. Tyler's in. He's in. We're, you're getting replaced Damn, on the logo, bro. too. But, um, you know, we... So I've never... I can't read music to this yeah. day. Um, anything I ever learned, it was tabs. Okay. Um, Preston and I taught each other how to play guitar. Oh, yeah? You From, guys know each other that long? No, this uh, is that's Preston. The Preston, the other oh, yeah, host. He's not here. So, Tyler. Kyler. That's Tyler. Tyler. I'm Tyler. Yeah. Or T. Scott, whichever one you will call I'm me. I'm so confused. Yeah. <laughs> so Preston and I literally taught each other how to play guitar. 
and I started to trend towards rhythm. He started to trend towards leads. Okay, so when yeah. we were 14, 15, 16 years old, yeah. we would be sitting at each other's houses, and he'd be like, all right, let, let's go. Yeah, and I would come rhythm. up with a riff, and he would sit there for just a second, and he would start okay, soloing over top of it. That sounds right. That and sounds exactly how we did it. You know, that's exactly. that's just what happened. Yeah. And then, you know, you get older, you go off to college, you, you start having kids and all this stuff, and you kind of lose the time to do that. And then since we started doing this pod – we're spending a lot more time together, and that's kind of come back. I think that's what happens to become a lead player. Yeah. You have to, like, rhythm it out, bro. And then with rhythm comes your accents, and with your yeah. accents comes your leads. Yep. So, like, once you're doing dun 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 then you're doing dick a dick a dun 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 dick a dun then you're doing dun 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 You know what I mean? It's in levels. Yep, and then, yep. And that only comes with time and practice. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm going to fucking learn this shit next week and I'm going to have it down. You may have like a part of it down, but like there's a whole like window of. The you have a Lamborghini, but you have no gas in it. Yeah. Dude, yeah. Even, even with rhythm, sometimes I have a song that it, it took me three months just to write the one guitar part. Oh, bro. I got songs I'm still working on after like six years. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's wild. I man. literally I have, have songs I'm still working on since I was 17. I have one riff that I wrote like eight years ago and I still don't exactly know where to go with it. So yeah, it's, it's like, because you're a perfectionist is what I, it sounds like. I don't bro. want it to sound it like, like shit. It sounds like you won't put out anything unless you're sure that that's the right order. You know what I mean? Because what I'll do personally is I'll record a song and I will listen to it for almost a half a year. I will listen to it so much where I'm like, okay, well, I think that would be better right here. And if that builds up right here, it delivers the message as how I want it to, rather than it being like a bland message. Yep. It has like a little excitement to like, he's yep. fucking serious. Oh, that was really fucking serious. You know what I mean? That's like, what oh. makes you a great musician is being it's a thought process behind yeah. it all too, man. If you ru fools rush in, mm -hmm. I mean, that's with everything. Fools will rush in. Elvis man. said They'll it best. Go ahead and put it out. Elvis said it best. Only fools rush When I very in. first got picked up by a label, there were some steps that I had to do before it was even looked at. No label will look at you. <laughs> you guys will listen. No label will look at you until you hit two digits as far as you need 10,000. 10,000 is your number. 10,000 what? Views, followers, da da da. 10,000 is what that number. After 10K, you are able to do whatever the fuck you want to do. We have 15,000 TikTok followers. Is that. Can we do something? <laughs> is is it just music? Oh wait, is it just music related, or are you talking about like show wise? No, like our, the podcast TikTok oh, has well fifteen thousand followers. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I'm like that's not bad at all. Yeah, um, dude, and I was kind of just telling Preston this. <clears throat> you guys there's, have as much as my Twitter following right now. There's this dude. We you, we did Twitter for a while. I got out of it. Okay, but it was too toxic. It is. I, I thought metal Twitter was too toxic. Yeah, I hear you. It was, hear you. It was like, p cancel this guy because his brother's ex-wife's cousin. You just say metal shit on there, bro. Say some shit like chicks like their metal, like they like their sex. Hard and fast. Thrash um, metal do be the best, yeah, bro. bro. Shit like that. <laughs> that's all they want. Little quotes. What were, you, what were you saying about Preston? No, I said I was telling him about that. I was actually just messaging him last night. There's this guy, I don't think I should spread hate towards him and say his name on Facebook. Yeah, it's a but he just does like this drop D basic shit that's like how I played when I was 12 and yeah. discovered drop D. Yeah. And it's just the same mindless drop D 
playing on every single video and the guy the kid gets millions of streams on facebook like i was just telling Preston yeah i do that all by the, the way time. i think your guitarist is a closet shredder i think he is secretly sick as fuck he just doesn't show it like that preston Be yeah oh he's because insane he, he sent me a seven string riff last night and i was like dude i honestly did not know you could play like that preston can go on like, I, I, know, I, know, I know he's good and i know he's clean and i know he's melodic but he sent me a seven string riff last night that was like down and fucking dirty and you, i was like bro you know what's funny I did not about know that? you could play like that because because preston was over here for uh, a little bit last night and and he told me how you were kind of hyping up that riff. That's like a little silly warm up that he does. Yeah. That's sick. It's, it's legit, dude. It's fucking rad. His, his Tyler sees potential, man, real quick. Dude, that it's is fucking insane. rad. I told him like, bro, if this dude can do that, you can put him on streams, the road with a. You big should be ass having your own Facebook page. Do you guys want to know why he's like excited about that riff and da da da? Because he's already like hearing something else. That can dude, it was fucking like, rad. Right. Like undeniably rad. And you're a hell of a guitarist. So when you yeah, say that, yeah, I mean. I'm a riff-driven guitarist. Same. Too, I'm so. a riff guy. I mean, I just... And that's the thing that was cool about playing with Preston is, like, he never... You know, like, if you listen to a Kirk Hammett solo that's, like, super shredding as fast... That was never Preston. Minor. He wanted the Stevie Ray Vaughan, like, just feel that... Sh eyes closed, just feeling the music. It's like the he goes where you're not solos. expecting him to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like he played this riff in the first 10 seconds. I was like, yeah, that has depth. That's sick as fuck. Yes. And then he goes into these bar chords that match it perfect. And I'm like, dude... Oh, I, uh, I, I wrote a very Deftones style jam last night that was, uh, oh, you want to hear it? Oh, fuck. Bro, I, listen. Where's the pick you know, you know what's funny, Tyler? Oh, I do want to tell you. I've had so many people talk about how they love our music interludes in the show. They love, they love hearing uh, Screaming Evidence music. Unfortunately, Shit. Screaming Evidence music is the only thing we can play because copyright stuff. Yeah. Is that what all those intro riffs are on the show? Uh, no, not all of them, no. Uh, just, Where do you guys get those? Uh, so those are actually free to use from my video editing app. I use CapCut. Believe it or not, CapCut is what I use to do all of our video editing. So like our our intro on YouTube, that's all done with CapCut. Yeah. So. already written a riff to go with it yeah just so everybody knows when the show's done yeah. we're just gonna have a big I James like some death tones and some yeah. stuff I can too. see why Preston and this guy uh, go together so well cause both of them go for like what you're not expecting you know what I'm saying and the thing about screaming, ev screaming evidence is there's a lot of picked out chords right so like even in the heavier stuff there's a lot of picked out chords that yeah. just sounds so beautiful that sounds very death tones to me yeah I played this riff today. Yeah. Actually. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Yes. yeah. Uh, that was sick though. He already forgot his own riff. I do that all the time. Uh, Did you forget your own riff? Well, Hit that Gojira chord, oh, two seven seven. Hey, 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 hey. This was a lot easier on electric. You're literally using big boy chords. Big boy chords. You'll see them. Yes. 
Yes. There's this. I found this uh, like Gojira type corn, two seven seven. It's a stretch, but it is like murky and like evil sounding. It's fucking like. So, do you listen to Gojira, Tyler? We're having a mini guitar lesson during the pod. This is fantastic. Let me show you some chords real quick, bro. Because I think. You need to know a couple of these real quick, bro. He said those are. He called them big boy chords. He called them big boy chords. It's this one. Okay, I like it already. I like that. Yep. Those all just with those. Those all went with what he just played. I know. That's fantastic. Why is that pretty but heavy at the same time? <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck? Art, <laughs> that made me feel like so many different things. I feel like I just did an edible. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> and with the Deftones feeling thing. Oh yep. my god. What are you doing there, though? I hear it. And you were also using this chord, I saw. I'm sorry. Yeah, there it is. I saw that. It's a big boy chord. He called it a big boy chord. Yeah, yep. yeah. We do that. Ugh. And then palm muting that on top of that is fucking fantastic. You guys have never had anybody play on the show, have you? No, we've never played on the show, I don't think. No. Maybe that's something we should do more often, though. Okay. I love that chord. Got that middle finger down there. Yep. It's so like murky and ambient. Oof. I hope the listeners are enjoying this because they yeah. always talk about how much they love the musical interludes. I'm definitely enjoying it. <laughs> it's our show. We can do whatever the fuck we want. Exactly. So. <laughs> That's fantastic. I got a I got a couple songs that oh, one I more fucked chord. up. Let's go. And if you haven't learned this chord, this is my favorite chord of all the chords on the guitar. I just think it's so pretty, dude. Okay. Especially in like a drop C. This is really pretty. Careful. Mm, yep. One, two, three. One, two, three. Yep. I find a lot of people have a lot of trouble barring all that. Especially on acoustic. Yeah, because you you, there, you can't hide any mistakes on an acoustic. And then you pick it out a little bit like that. Holy fuck. That's a cool one, too. I have... Ladies and gentlemen, we are literally having a live playing with fucking Chris Hollywood right now. <laughs> like, my, my, like, this is real life. Like, I'm having a real, like, fanboy-ass moment right now. So, like... Go. I got the, I got the one song I, I played acoustically for uh, Kyler. Uh, that one where I'm, like, doing weird shit. And oh, I know exactly like, which yeah. song you're talking about. Yes. You're making me feel like a bitch. It's fucking rad, isn't it? This is insane, dude. Professional musician. Yeah, a literal professional musician. Bridge on that. I just realized that bridge is sick looking. 
Yep. I'm like chewing on your <laughs> oh, that's a <laughs> well, let me take a deep. Let me let me take a deep breath right here because yeah. I'm having a real fanboy ass <laughs> moment. I'm a bitch ass guitar player, so like, <laughs> oh man, like the the thing about acoustic is we've talked about it on the show before. Tyler, you keep playing, bro. We're just shooting the shit at this point. There is zero mistakes, right? You can't hide any mistakes, and we've talked about when you're starting playing guitar acoustic versus electric like me and Preston you know we learned how to play on electric and probably didn't pick up an acoustic till we were like 18. and I never got that whole thing by oh you covered up with the distortion pedal I'm like yeah. if anything it makes it more pronounced yeah especially if you have a delay pedal on it's yeah. gonna repeat that mess up over yeah cause you hear it twice <laughs> <laughs> yeah four times or four times yeah, yeah. exactly um, so it kind of does make you a little more accurate yeah or more self-aware, at least. Yeah. yeah. Try, to, try to be more pristine. Uh, that's beautiful. Your speed as well, but your technique comes before speed. You know what I mean? That's Don't crazy try to speed it bass. so much. When I would agree. I'm sorry. If, that's crazy that you play bass. If you watch he's like, that's crazy that you play bass. Well, he was a guitar player long before I know he was that. a bass player. I know player. he was. Yeah. He's, he's been like, working on this He's song like mastered that entire style. Yes. Try to help him out with some lyrics on this one at some point. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe I'll just play bass for him on it. Like, look how hard that chord is to pick out. Ah! <laughs> Tyler's eyes are closed, you know he's in his own, he's, he's feeling his shit. Dun, 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 dun. That's what dun, I'm saying, just to give me some triples in that bitch. <laughs> you can do so many different things with that. Probably been three months, two months, three months. Two months is that a sc- is that an already screaming evidence? No, song? that's a Tyler no, Scott that's, original. That's, that's oh. a me, man. Okay, it's a. Uh, I was gonna say you played that for me for the first time right after. I think we had just started the pod. Matter of fact, you might have played it the night that you and me recorded the very first episode of this show, way back in March. So you're just choosing not to use it. It's not really a screaming evidence type song. It kind of is. I mean, it, it could still be. has that Chevelle. Those chords, I can it see it be. working. Well, guys, I want to take a second to uh, thank Chris Hollywood, thank 
Tyler Heidi. Thank you guys for having me. Appreciate for coming it. on. Um, what an incredible show. Tyler, keep playing. The, uh, Plus, keep playing. Did we hit the longest podcast yet? Uh, no, no. We're, no. That's this, just this guy by Three hours and 23 minutes, dog. Um, we're getting there. But Where are we at? What, I, well, I think we're probably at least two and a half hours, So, which is pretty pretty normal for we're a guest there. episode. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I want to thank... Chris and Tyler for coming on and giving us some of your guys' time. Thanks again, man. Um, what an awesome conversation. Thank you, Kyle. Um, Thank I you, Tyler. cannot wait to uh, to get this out into the ethers for, for all the listeners to hear. And and uh, I want to kind of close this out with you, Chris, asking you a question that I ask a lot of successful musicians, and that is, what advice would you give to any musician out there who is on their way up and is... is you know, maybe hitting a wall yeah, creatively yeah. Or, or creativity wise, or is just kind of feeling like uh, they're at their peak and they can't make it any further. What kind of advice would you give to anyone out there? Just be honest and true to it, and it will work out for you. It literally will. For me, coming from this little dude, man, from Dayton, Ohio, who just so happened to get up one day and move to LA and uh, do it in three years is kind of unheard of. So if I can do it, especially after learning how to walk again, yeah. you know what I mean? I feel like anybody can do it. Yeah. Don't be scared to be told no. It's going to happen. It is part of the job. Um, and keep your head up no matter what. It keep gets better. Playing. Yeah, man. Keep playing literally. Always play. Um, as a form of meditation, as a form of stress relief. And uh, it's different being a listener than being the player. The listener doesn't feel those vibrations going through their body. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's a, it's a, it's a humbling experience that uh, you get to, to feel it, and they get to hear it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And uh, that's where the feeling comes from with any yes, music. So, just like I said, make sure it's honest and true, and um, it should work out for you. Awesome. Yeah. Do you want to plug your socials real quick for all the listeners out there? Find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah, all at Chris Hollywood. Just Chris Hollywood, Chris Hollywood one. There'll be a number one at the end of it. You can always Google it too. It should pop up. Sweet. For you. I was gonna yeah. say, yeah, yeah, I Google. You could. Yeah. You're big enough. You I'm can Google. Out, yeah, yeah. Around. yeah, you're you're on Wikipedia too. Yeah. So yeah, so uh, make sure you give Chris Chris a follow on all of his socials. Uh, make sure you give all uh, Screaming Idiot Show a follow on all of our socials at TSIS Podcast. Or just search The Screaming Idiot Show, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, YouTube. You can find us out there. Whether you're listening on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever, Pandora, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate your loyalty. We appreciate your time. God bless you guys. And until next time, we are The Screaming Idiots. We'll see you next week. Thanks, guys. Peace of love, Dove. Show was a fucking wrap.